Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show. This is episode 67, and we are coming to you live from the server of TalkShoe.com, which is an Internet radio show on this Tuesday night, July the 21st, year 2015. We would like for our listeners to know that on tonight we have a special feature. Um, We are privileged to announce that this exclusive interview will be from the hour of 8 p.m. until the hour of 10 p.m. Also, this will be an educational forum, so I do stress to our listening audience that At this time, it will be in your best interest for you to acquire the following learning tools. Please bring your tablets, notebooks, pens, pencils, and et cetera, because we are going in deep with study this evening. We are very, very privileged tonight to have with us And I'm going to get started with preparing and turning the spotlight on our feature artist tonight. For tonight, our topic is the Moorish Heritage Ancient History. I repeat, the Moorish Heritage Ancient History. And our focus word phrase is know thyself. Yes. I'm going to repeat that. Our focus word phrase for this evening is know thyself. And there's a quote by the late, great James Baldwin, and I'm going to read that quote because it really ties in with that focus word phrase for this evening. And this is the quote, ladies and gentlemen. Know from whence you came. If you know whence, you came, there are absolutely no limitations to where you can go. And I'm going to repeat that. This is a quote by the late, great literary artist, writer, and so many other things, James Baldwin. Know from whence you came. If you know whence you came, there are absolutely no limitations to where you can go. And at this time, I'm rolling the red carpet, and I'm turning the spotlight on the feature artist for this evening. And he is already with us. He's on the panel tonight. And I'm going to give a brief introduction, and I'm going to do this prior to him, of course, giving 
his own introduction because he has some things that he knows about himself that only he can say. But for now, I'm going to give a little brief introduction. Our feature artist in the spotlight tonight is none other than Noble Jelani Bay. Noble Jelani Bay is the National Grand Sheik and Director at Moorish Holy Temple of Science of the World, GMT. And what I would like to do as well, I'm going to give a little history. Um, this is just brief history of the prophet based on what the premier received. If corrections are necessary, of course, you can uh, at any time. Those of you who are in the chat room, you can uh, share with me the information because I'm still studying, I'm still learning myself, but I'm going to give a little brief bio about the noble Drew Ali. Noble Drew Ali was born Timothy Drew in North Carolina in 1886. Rose by Cherokee, I'm sorry, raised by Cherokee Indians, and adopted, well, of course, we know in the Cherokee is a nation of people, and they are, of course, indigenous, um, and adopted into that nation. At 16, Drew began his wandering, and he was a circus magician, which took him to Egypt, where he received self-knowledge and direction from a priest, the last of a cult of high magic practiced for centuries in the pyramid of Cheops. The mag- Magis or Maggies recognized the young American as a reincarnation of a former leader of the cult and saw him for the prophet he was. From him, Jew Ali learned the messages of the Circle 7 Quran, as well as much higher truths. He returned to America where he was told in a dream to found a new religion for the upliftment of fallen mankind. He began the first temple in Newark. But because he and his followers refused to fight in the World War I, he was forced to move to Chicago, where his movement, the more science temple, began to grow. And I'm just going to stop there. Again, this is brief, very brief, a brief bio um, about the noble, and the prophet, Drew Ali. And if there are any corrections to be made, I am certain that our feature artist in the spotlight, Noble Jelani Bay, will do us the honors, ladies and gentlemen. So without any further ado, please help me to welcome to the platform and panel of the Exceptional Scribble Show tonight, Noble Jelani Bay. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show. Welcome, 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 sis. How you doing? Welcome, audience. Welcome, family. Thank, um, thank you for being with us tonight. We're, we're intrigued. We're very interested in learning more. We need to know more about the Moors. And a lot of us, uh, we were not privileged to acquire this knowledge and this information in the schools of America, which many of us uh, did receive our classical education, per se, but we were deprived this rich 
vintage heritage knowledge. So we are very, very glad that you're with us tonight to assist us in this process of getting educated on truths that have been hidden truths for far too long. Well, I mean, it's my honor uh, to finally get a platform to explain to the uh, misnomered African Americans and uh, black people of America and the diaspora around the world exactly what Moors are and what uh, our prophet, Noble Draw Ali, brought to us. We call him our prophet because, uh, well, first of all, let me start by saying that I give honor and praise to the Almighty God Allah, which means Abba, Father, uh, his prophet, Noble Draw Ali, uh, the John the Baptist to us, and the, uh, Marcus Mosea Garvey for rallying our people and all of the officials of the Morris Divine and National Movement. Um, you know, you touched on some things uh, earlier, you know, in the introduction, that was very, very important. Uh, mm. in, in 1913, uh, when he founded the old Canaanite temple, he first uh, came to Newark, New Jersey with a, a Sufi Islam, a higher form of Islam. Uh, the, uh, the clergy in that time didn't take too kindly to that. So it wasn't just about the draft. Uh, and a conscientious objector, it was about the, uh, I guess, the competition mm. that arose with the people hearing the new, the, the, this newfound news of uh, not only Islam um, or higher form of Islam, but the knowledge of themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, through to the, uh, there was a lot of ridicule, and um, so when he relocated uh, under duress, threatened coercion (laughs) uh, to uh, uh, Chicago, Uh, you know, at first it was the uh, Moorish Holy Temple of Science of the world. Mm. And now, let me give some background information on this, because, see, what we have to not only understand is not only what he did, but what he established. See, because we have to understand that law governs all events and that religion is law, it's not dogma. That's very confusing. You see what I mean? Because we hear, you know, we see the antics of the different churches and, and, you know, different uh, rituals that seem kind of uh, esoteric and, and, and far out. But that's dogma, all right? Religion Mm -hmm. is your law. You know, oftentimes people ask you, uh, well, what's your religion? Well, those that know, they're asking you what your political status is. Mm-hmm. What, what, what law do you abide by? Mm-hmm. See what I mean? So, and, and this is what we have to understand as a people. So getting back to the subject, before 1928, the Moorish Divine and National Movement existed as a theocracy. A theocracy is a government let me let me say that again mm-hmm. a theocracy is a government that laws are derived from their god an earthly representative and a council of priesthood of representatives to help to interpret the laws of that god now at that time because of the nature of that type of government they needed, there was no paperwork that needed to be submitted. There was no one to ask permission from. There was no one to put on notice. 
The only thing you had to do is exist within your religious society and operate within your religious society, very much like the Quakers and the Amish and the Mennonites, you know, so which, Mm -hmm. you know, they really don't answer to anyone, you know. They just Hmm. exist in their own community, and that's how we were, Mm -hmm. you know. What Noble Drew Ali, and this is just an assumption based upon studying Noble Drew Ali, what he looked at was, yes, we can deal with each other in our circle, in our group, in our society. But we also need to deal in business. We also need to, uh, uh, what he said to us, he taught us that the most important thing is economic security. So to ensure economic security uh, in the Morris Divine and National Movement, all right, he took Mm -hmm. steps. See, because in 1926, he formed a civic organization called the Moorish Temple of Science, which in no way, shape, or form is the Moorish Holy Temple of Science of the world. This is very, very confusing, a lot of controversy involved with this. Mm-hmm. All right? So now, in 1926, he did this under the laws of the state of Illinois. In other words, within its jurisdiction understanding that we needed something that was more independent, he looked to the Religious Corporation Act of 1872, which basically said that any church, congregation, or society that wished to come together and worship in public or private may do so. As a matter of fact, the laws that govern said church, congregation, or society is decided upon by the governing body of said church, congregation, or society. In other words, self-governance. See what I mean? So, you know, this concept of self-governance is is an old, old concept, and it's been around for the 101 years that Noble Drali let us know who we are. Mm -hmm. See, so now in 1928, he understood that we were coming into an age where corporations ruled, all right? As a matter of fact, when he made the move in 1928, this caused an uproar in the financial community, and a lot of the world bankers started pulling their money out of the United States of America, which mm-hmm. caused your 1933, you know, um, depression, you know, yeah. and the change of the gold standard to, to fiat, you know, to... Uh, Federal Reserve notes, uh, mm. the World Bankers were like, oh, no, we're not giving this back to the Moors. Are you out your mind? You know, mm. and, and they took it back. So you have to understand another thing. Going back before Noble Drew Ali, you know, we are taught in Key 14 of the 101 questionnaires that we are descendants of Moroccans and born in America. Mm. All right? This, what's, this is what makes us Moorish Americans. Notice I said Moorish. Ish means kind of, sort of, or not all the way, or not entirely, mm. all right? Now, the okay. reason for this, you see what I mean? So now, the, the reason for this mm-hmm. is because some, some, uh, some 50,000 years ago, like 1100 uh, B.C., you know, the Malian Moors uh, from the Songhai Dynasty in that era traveled to these lands and landed on the southern part of the continent. 
these Malian Moors amalgamated with the existing people or inhabitants of the continent and formed what they call the Olmec civilization. These Olmecs, these Malian Moors who amalgamated with the existing people, migrated north and northwest, they, who also became the, the, the Mayans and the Aztecs, who built the pyramids, and then moved farther north, you know, and became the Washoe or the Washita, the Yamasee. And then you have your Cherokee or your Cherokee or your Salagi. Now understand mm. that these tribes are governments, are confederacies. Mm. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? We knew about government long before the European came to these shores. As a matter of fact, when the Europeans came to these shores, they had no form of government. They were running from a monarchy. So they adopted our form of government, all right? So now yeah. back to Moorish Americans, because this is very, very important, because you hear the terms aboriginal and indigenous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what we have to understand is Moorish American is synonymous with aboriginal and indigenous. We mm-hmm. talked about the amalgamation of the Amalian Moors and the existing inhabitants here, which would make the uh, descendants Moorish because they're not 100% Moorish by amalgamating with the existing people, all right? So now we learn in 1828 Webster's Dictionary that the definition of an American is the copper-tone inhabitants of this continent that were here before the first Europeans set foot on this shore. Mm, mm, mm. See what I mean? So that would make them aboriginal and indigenous. Yes, that's right. So when we say Moorish American, we're saying aboriginal and indigenous. Mm. Just to clear that point up. Yes, uh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So, so now, um, as you mentioned in your opening, uh, our prophet uh, was raised in the Cherokee Reservation, Cherokee, North Carolina. All right, uh, like many of us are at mm. least half Cherokee, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. from what in tribes. Yes, and as indeed. you said, Cherokee is a nation. It is a confederacy. It is a government. Mm. And it came about from the Yamasee Wars. After the Yamasee Wars, those people who survived those wars where Europeans attacked this continent, you know, and please don't please believe when Europeans came here, we didn't we didn't just bow down and you know and and and, and turn tail and run. No, we fought. But every okay. European nation came against us. Mm. So those who survived those wars couldn't form the Confederacy, the Cherokee or the Cherokee or the Salagi people, the real people, and that's why you get. Choctaw Cherokee, Blackfoot Cherokee, Creek Cherokee. Mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm. Individual tribes under an umbrella called Cherokee. Mm. See what I mean? A government. My, my, my. This is yeah. this is deep. This is this is what needs to be known. I I truly thank you, Noble Jelani, and I just want to acknowledge we have uh a master scribe who has just joined us tonight uh, by the name of um, Mr. Uh, Jeffrey Sanders, also called uh, Mr. Boston. He is a resident of Boston, Massachusetts. I will be opening the mic within five minutes and allowing him to speak. He definitely 
has uh, some comments that he would like to make and um, a few questions as well to you, uh, Noble Jelani. But at this time, I'm passing the mic back to you, and you are the key facilitator at this moment, and please continue and carry on with the instruction that you're giving us, and thank you. You're welcome, Mike. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and I, I wait the brothers' uh, questions. Um, so now, you know, kind of fast-forwarding a little bit, you know, especially since the brother, you know, is from Boston, we have mm-hmm. to understand that this facade that, you know, well, nobody knows what Moors are, it's just that, a facade. It's a lie. Because mm-hmm. when you look at the early legislature in various states of the Union, especially around the 1700s, you see that there's legislature that specifically addresses the Moors mm-hmm. and sets them in another category from Negroes. Okay? South yeah. Carolina, South, and South Carolina, now remember, the South Carolina Constitution was established in 1776. But in 1740, they developed the Negro Act or the slave laws. What it said in Chapter 1, Subsection 4 was that a Negro is an enslaved African. In other words, a captive from Al-Tibulan brought to this country. It says that it does not include gypsies, which is short for Egyptians, mm-hmm. Moors, and any Indians in treaty with the state of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, there's some other legislature that happened in 1790 where some Moors were kidnapped and falsely brought to Edgefield, South Carolina, where they bought their freedom, meaning they, they weren't slaves, they were indentured servants because they got paid. They bought mm-hmm. their freedom for themselves and their wives. And when they did that, they petitioned the House of Representatives that in the event they commit a crime amendable, they be tried as free white people and not as Negroes under the current Negro laws. Well, mm-hmm. a committee was formed to investigate these free Moors, And what they found out was because these Moors were in league or under the authority of a prince in allegiance with the United States, meaning Muhammad City III, who was the uh, prince or the emperor of Morocco, the empire of Morocco, which was here, instead of the kingdom of Morocco in northeast Africa. See, that's what we don't understand. That's a kingdom, mm-hmm. a division of an empire. So because of that, they decided that the laws of the state of South Carolina, you know, when legislature is done in one state, it's usually blanket. But the laws of the state of South Carolina do not apply to the free Moors. Mm. So that, that, that gave a separate jurisdiction 267 years ago. So them saying that they don't know what a moor is or they don't recognize moors, these things have never been repealed. In Boston, in 1788, the legislature said that the only people allowed to tarry, in other words, go where they want to go, are moors and other settlers. The same thing, the same legislature happened in Virginia, where they included the moors and the Turks. Then back to South Carolina, it was mentioned about the Moors and Turks of Sumter County, South Carolina. You know, 
And mm-hmm. I, let me put one tidbit in, and then I think I'm coming up on my five minutes. But yes. one thing was very interesting is that I found out that there's 3,300 slave owners in South Carolina that look like me and you. <laughs> and a lot of them were women. So you say, well, well, well how is that? Well, mm. because their That's husbands, their wit, they were widows. Their husbands died in the Revolutionary War. Okay. So we're talking trash about the the the, uh, the Civil War mm-hmm. than the Revolutionary War. <laughs> so I mean, you know, we didn't just you know this just pop up here in Africa. A lot right, of our people right, say exactly. on their own. You know, a lot of us have very little to do with Africa. You see on YouTube now, there's tons of, of documentaries saying that the African-American isn't really African. Mm. And they're saying they're from the uh, islands, the specific islands in the, the southern islands, Pakwai and, and mm. Ngeti and things of this nature. And they see the fetal features. They show, they show like a... Ice Cube, and then one of the brothers from one of the islands, and they look exactly alike. <laughs> that means they come from the same gene pool. Right. Whereas if a lot of Africans don't look like us over here. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, mm-hmm. and I, I, I yield the floor if I'm coming up on my five minutes, mother. Yes, yes. I'm I'm going to open the mic now for Master Scribe, Mr. Boston. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show, Master Scribe. Ooh wee! I'm just digging. I'm just digging the brother who holds the who <laughs> gratitude, holds brother. The Thank you. The two greatest motors. I am just loving this brother. You mm. know, I am so loving it, man. How are you doing, brother? Fine, brother. And yourself? I'm. I'm, I'm elated. I'm, I'm deeply honored. Thank you, sir. Oh man, I'm just. I'm just. I'm. I'm just digging the message, man. Uh, you know, I. Uh, <laughs> Go back a long way, you know, uh, learning the history of our black people, you know, and and I, I, I'm elated that you made clear, very clear of who mm-hmm. we are and what we are, you know, and we running around here calling ourselves black America. You know, they, they don't, you, you said it all, because black is, black is, is not a color, it's a people. You know what I'm saying? It's a people. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we just running around here calling ourselves everything under the sun and don't even mm. know what they are. And like you said, it's part of the facade of indoctrinating and people, making them believe something that they are not, making them believe in something that they are not. And you know, I, I I I go. I like what you're saying because I I find it to be a lot of truth with my studies. Because I study a lot of about our people, and where we actually come from. You know, and, and when you start to understand that black people in America is the only people that don't have a home to call their own, and everything else has been added to us and. We've been caught up in the the misunderstanding of what we are, what we have, what mm-hmm. our nation is, and who we are as a nation. You know, and I I uh, I have to agree with you. I have to stand on my square with you. You know, but what I want to know is, can you tell me anything about this man? Because I, I I really don't find a lot of information on this man. 
Mm-hmm. Because I'm at that point now, you know, the brother called uh, Timothy Drew the, from the uh, Morris Science Temple of America. Can you tell me, give me some light, shine some light on me about that, brother? Mm. Yes, sir. I'd be honored. Um, and, and that's what I was working my way up to, See, because he taught us that, you know, we cannot be black, Negro, colored, or Ethiopian. So those were names that were given to slaves by slaveholders from 1779 to 1865. See, so mm. he taught us that the proper noun for we as a people is more. Mm-hmm. Historically from time's iniquity. When they mm-hmm. saw a brown-skinned person, they called that person more. Yes. And when they said that word more, it was with reverence, respect, and then sometimes fear. Mm. All right? Now, that is, now you can investigate that in um, Ancient and Modern Britain, books one and two, where at that time we predominated, uh, we, we, we ruled uh, Europe and England for some 700 years. Mm-hmm. With an iron hand, we we came we, with all due respect to any readers that might be of European descent. You know, uh, there's a book called Dirt, and I'm, I can't remember the author right now, but it talks about the Brit the, the European nobility and their lack of cleanliness. Whereas in they wouldn't bathe, they would put more clothes on top of the other clothes and then put fur, perfume on it. Mm-hmm. Well, the Pope came to Europe and started public baths and taught them how to sanitize areas, you know, as well as give them culture. But now back to, back to Noble Drew Ali. In, in, foreign, in foreign countries, they call him Sheikh Sharif Abdul Ali. And I know this from reading uh, other news uh, paper articles talking about Noble Drew Ali. Um, Noble Drew Ali, as Sid said, you know, uh, was a magician. He had traveled the world, you know, mm-hmm. and traveled in the world. Um, he met some very esteemed gentlemen who made him aware of the identity of the people here. You said something earlier, all right, mm-hmm. that we don't have a home. That's not true. The fact of the matter is, is you are home. Mm-hmm. They just taught you that the, the, the lighter-skinned, slant-eyed, straight-haired individuals who are mm-hmm. descendants of the Mongolian races who tried to attack Turtle Island that we defended against. See, they tried to put it on them like they're the first people. But just through the investigation, the older the picture you see of a so-called Indian, the Mm -hmm. darker complexion is and the more he looks like kinfolk. You know what I mean? That's the game they're playing on you. See, he's the immigrant. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't make you feel like you're an alien too. Mm-hmm. So that you feel like you have no vested interest in these lands. Noble Drew Ali right. taught us that we are already home. Mm-hmm. It's he who is 3,000 miles away from home. Mm-hmm. And soon he'll have a long way to swim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These are the words of our prophet Noble Drew Ali. See, so he always taught us that we were here. He was raised on the Cherokee Reservation saying, hey, I'm Moorish American slash Aboriginal and Indigenous. I'm Cherokee Washita. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? So your, the answer to your question, uh, 
becomes the fallacies that we were taught in academia are all false. 85% of the people who are here on this continent always been on this continent. If you are O positive or O negative blood, mm-hmm. 79% were born here. That bloodline originated here. 79%. See, so there's constant evidence that, you know, the only thing, the only slave trade you were involved in was your tribe lost the war in Florida, so they shipped you to Washington State. Or you lost the battle in California, and they shipped you to the Carolinas. Or you lost the battle in Connecticut, and they shipped you to the Caribbean. Get me? Yes, mm-hmm. indeed. Definitely. See, because it's only, there's only recorded 4.3% of the Al-Kibulani who were brought mm-hmm. here by force that ended up in North America. So 4.3%, that don't dominate a population. We're right, anywhere. that's very, very minimum. Oh, my. Wow. Mm. Did that clear anything up for you, brother? I mean, please let me know. Most definitely, most Definitely. Most yeah, definitely. you see, you know, I mean, when we say black, you know, and, and you know, they did a real heavy head game on us with um, with James Brown. Mm-hmm. You know, they mm-hmm. hypnotized us mm-hmm. into being mm-hmm. black. Say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That was the predominant <laughs> lyric of that whole 45. <laughs> Isn't that something? So yes, it's, it's, it it's programming. Okay. That's right. The brother is on point. He is yes, he on is. Point. So what Noble Drew Ali did is not only did he remind us who we were, he set in place a program where we would be economically, mm. culturally, religiously, politically, Independent. Mm-hmm. Independent. Because, Independent. see, here's something that we need to think about. Because you hear a lot of people talk about the U.S. Constitution. Mm-hmm. All right? So now the organic Constitution consists of the preamble, which is the contract between we Moors and the Europeans, the seven articles, and the ten amendments. After the tenth amendment, you go into negative law. In other yes. words, these are amendments yes. that were put in place by those Muslim sons or European settlers. You see what I mean? So mm-hmm. in the legislature, we learn in Dred Scott versus Sanford and also the 13th Amendment with the 20 sections that, and listen carefully, it says mm-hmm. any African, free or slave, notice I didn't say freed, I said free or slave, was not nor ever intended to be recognized as a citizen in the United States Constitution. Mm, mm, mm. So people using constitutional law to protect Mm -hmm. them Mm. is an error. Mm -hmm. Noble Lee saw this. So what he did was he understood that the doors of religious freedom swing open to everyone. So mm. what he did was put our nationality inside the religion. Mm. 
Because that same Constitution, the First Amendment says that not even Congress shall pass a law with respect to religion or the establishment thereof, the practice and establishment thereof. Mm-hmm. So that means that religious law supersedes federal statutes, codes, ordinances, so on and so forth. You see what I mean? The, 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 the corporate public policy of Washington, D.C., all the way down. Mm-hmm. Now, the exception to that rule is if you do some, you, you commit gross wanton negligence. Now you're committing a crime, you know, and, and not to make a joke, but, I mean, if all of a sudden, you know, we just start going out eating people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And say that was part of our religion. Now, that would be a problem. Mm. But as long as our doctrine has specific instructions and we operate within those instructions, we have what they call religious autonomy. Mm-hmm. We're not sovereign citizens. A mm-hmm. sovereign is a complete ruler. Mm-hmm. We, we, as Moorish Americans, mm-hmm. are subject to a sovereign. The first sovereign is God. Mm-hmm. Then the second, we recognize Noble Durali as our sovereign. Mm-hmm. And we are subject to them. So let's get that myth out of the way. We're not black sovereign citizens. Because okay. it's against our law to be black. Well, why you say that? Well, because black is an adjective. Mm-hmm. Look in any any dictionary, it's an adjective. It doesn't describe a noun. And you see proof of that because in some literature it says blackamore. Really? Black or black? <laughs> I, I don't right. think so. That is a description of a more, an mm-hmm. extremely dark-skinned more, a blackamore. Mm. See? So this word more, they test us, and I'm getting back to our prophet because he's done wonderful things. So Mm -hmm. now, but, you know, just to illustrate, they buried the word more so thoroughly that they actually make movies. Mm -hmm. And in those movies, they identify the character as a more. Mm-hmm. And the poison is so deep in our mind that it goes right over our head. It goes over our head. That's right. Ooh, we blind it, blind it, we strike Seven our own. Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. Seven Costas Robin Hood with Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. Throughout the whole movie, he was honored by his name being called Azim. And when someone asked, well, who he was, the more. Throughout the whole movie, he wouldn't even address Kevin Costner as Kevin or, or Robin of Loxley. He would call him Christian. Mm. See, and this brings up another point. All right? Going mm-hmm. back to history a little bit, you know, and then I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for jumping around, but these are pertinent no, things. No, this is fine. This know. is good. We're following. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now, when we lost, when we finally lost al Andalus. In 1492, Moors were given the option to either by force become Christians or convert voluntarily. But when they did either by force or voluntarily become Christians, 
they were known as Moriscos mm. and not as Christians. So mm. there's that word more in there. Mm-hmm. Moriscos. So another fallacy is that all Moors are Muslims. Okay. This is not true. Not true. Sure not. Definitely not. Moors are broken up into three basic categories. You have your Moriscos, which are your Christian Moors. Mm-hmm. You have your Mujahedes, which are your Muslim Moors and your Saracens. Mm-hmm. Then you have your ancient Moabites. Mm-hmm. The Moabites are your ancient Hebrew. You know, they okay. talk about the the the, uh, the Moorish civilization in Spain consisting of Muslims and and, and Jews. Mm-hmm. Well, they look the same thing. They had the same complexion. Right. <laughs> remember, right. religion is law. Mm-hmm. Remember, religion is law. So the only difference was they obeyed different laws. One mm-hmm. obeyed the Sharia law of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And the other one, uh, Falaka laws, or the laws of the Torah and the Talmud. Mm-hmm. So that was the only difference. The Jews were usually merchants, you know, and salespeople. Yeah. Whereas then yeah. the Moors were warriors and mm-hmm. the keepers and governors of the law. Mm-hmm. And they had religious, we've always had religious tolerance. Mm-hmm. So we let you be Christian, we let you be Jew, we let you be whatever, just as long as you obey the laws of the land. Okay. See what I mean? So just to get these these, these myths out the way. Right. right? Yes. You know, so now, getting back to Noble Drew Ali. Thank you. Noble Drew Ali taught us in chapter 48, verse 6, that we, as a clean and pure nation, descendants of Africa, do not desire to amalgamate. That term amalgamate means to mix or intertwine with other societies. Mm-hmm. All right? So when you hear uh, a, a, a person who identifies themselves as a Moorish American or a Moor, and they are knee-deep into the U.S. democracy, it is either by error or conspiracy. Mm. See, because Noble Drali's program was so, so profound that there was a lot of jealousy in the camp mm-hmm. right around him. And a lot of them were responsible for his demise. Okay. But when they found out that the United States government and the governments of the world recognized the program of Noble Drew Ali, boy, all of the switchblades and ice picks came out. Mm. And everybody was trying to find a place in this brother's back. Wow. So now in 1929, mm-hmm. when he passed form, a big debate broke out. A great war broke out because several people thought that they were the successor. Now, there was a successor, E. Millie Hill, and mm-hmm. praise, praise God for this brother because he went through hell for the three years he was in office because people were suing him for leadership. People was trying to do all kind of things to him. Drove the man crazy. He passed for him. Then another coup went on. You know? Mm-hmm. Everybody trying to be noble Drew Ali. And some people were paid to cause this confusion. You know, this, this history has to be known. I don't need to name names. But when you look at the literature, 
and when you, not literature, when you look at the doctrine and you look at the laws of our religion, and then you put that against the actions of Moorish Americans today, it's blatant that you see the conspiracy. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so what Noble Ali put in place, there were people and descendants of those people who are operating to this very day that tried to reverse everything he put in place. Mm. See what I mean? And that's yeah. just real. In 1927, he gave us our own identification card, the mm-hmm. Nationality and Identification Card. It is the only Nationality and Identification Card of the Moorish Americans. Mm-hmm. But you'll have leadership telling people, go get a driver's license, go get a state ID. Mm-hmm. Okay. But those instruments make you a citizen of another government, not right. the Moorish <laughs> exactly. National Movement. Yes, indeed. Yes, Thank indeed. you. Wow. Thanks so, for making it. So, we have so a brother- Okay, go ahead, Master Scribe, and then we're going to take this call. We have a caller from Florida. I just uh, will be acknowledging them next, but at this time, Master Scribe, the mic is in your hand, and thank you, of so, course, Noble Jelani Bay. Yeah, so, so, so the Moabites, the 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 Berbers, the Berbers are, are the original Moabites, the Moors of North Africa. Am I correct? Well, the Berbers are a mixed breed of Arabs and Africans. Okay. Um, they try to give credit to Berbers uh, to, once again, you know, steal our birthright. You know, okay. but even right now to this very day in Mauritania and Morocco, the Arabs run the, those territories, and they are enslaving the original people, the dark-skinned mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, and treating them very, very badly. They have slave camps and everything for the original people. Okay. See, so, okay. yeah, see, so the education system will give you Berber, but you have mm. to understand that the Arabs started in the Arabian Peninsula. Okay. This, was a, this was a big marketplace. You see what I mean? So it was easy for al-Islam to spread very easily once Prophet Muhammad uh, laid down the laws. So then it spread across Egypt, across into Mauritania and Morocco. See, the Arabs taught us war, and we taught them culture and refinement. Mm. So there was an amalgamation. Okay, that exchange. Mm-hmm. It was an exchange, yes. So although there are Berbers in that family, and they speak a different dialect of Arabia, Hmm. The original people were a dark people. Even the original Arabians were extremely dark people. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? So, you know, it, with more investigation, you see. Heck, you can look at the news. You go and look at the news and, and, and don't pay attention to the people who are in front of the camera. Just look in the background. Hmm. You know? Them brothers look like brothers from around the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Say that, brother. Say that. You know, I follow you right. I, I follow you hand in hand, brother. You know, uh, that's why I brought the 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 more issue up. You know, mm-hmm. the more bite mores and and the Berber mores. Mm-hmm. You know, I I brought that up. I do study. I do study, and I do follow everything that you're saying to the T. And you're right on point. I I got to stand up and give you a standing ovation. You oh, know, gratitude, I, I brother. I'm honored. I, 
I did want to I did want to ask you another question, but they got another caller on the line. But you might bring it up later in the show on the on the uh, astro theological hybrid, you know. So mm-hmm. you know, you I'm know. gonna uh, take that caller from Florida, and then we're coming back to you, Master Scribe, so you can ask that question before we okay. take a music break. Is that all right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Welcome, caller from Florida. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show. This is the host, Francis H. Poet, and we have Noble Jelani Bay in the spotlight tonight, educating us on the hard facts and the truth about the Moors. Welcome. I hear him. Thank you. I hear him. Yes, Thank ma'am. For the cordial welcome, this is Lady of Love. Of course, you know my voice from the Poetry Concert. And yes. I am honored to be in the presence uh, this evening. Um, I, I, I came in late, <clears throat> but I caught some of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Boston, if he doesn't stay out of my head, I, <laughs> when, the, when the mic opened for me, that was my question about this astrological Astro-theological hybrid or biblical, mm-hmm. the heliobibliotech yes. or what they call the Bible. He knows that I'm studying that. I've got that up on my tablet now, and I'm I'm studying it. But I don't mm-hmm. know if I was in or not. But I, you see how blessed I am that, you know, the divine That's right. You're blessed. placed me here at the appointed time. And I must say good evening, Brother um, uh, Jelani. Jelani. Jelani, I, I would like Mm-hmm. Give me the clarity. Thank you, Blessings and peace, brother. Give me the clarity of your name so that I can pronounce when I speak with you that I can pronounce and announce your name in correction here, please. Yes, um, Jelani Kalfani Bay. Just brother Jelani will be good. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, you know, you've got a wealth of information going there, and um, I, I have just begun to have another study about who we are and what's going on and all of the the tricks and the buffoonery that's going on in the mm-hmm. in in the church today uh, I have um been blessed to write a few pieces uh, and I know it was under the unction of the Holy Spirit that I was able to do it because of the way it came out you know and so you know God has definitely got something going on right now and this time there has been a shift in the atmosphere and he's raising up prophets um as like yourself, mm-hmm. to bring the truth forth, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and see, even in the Word, it says you should know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Some things they just could not escape putting into the Bible, and I was having a conversation with Mr. Bible I had opened at a particular place and found half of the Scripture missing. Mm. And I was like, well, what the heck is this? You know, how, I mean, do you people see this? You know, because I get a little loud sometimes, you know. I'm like, what the heck? Do you folks see this? You know, but of course nobody's really paying me any attention when I said it, you know. But I got that. It was the 91st Psalm. It happened to be um, one of my favorite psalms, that he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty which is a profound scripture, and I went to try to read the rest of the scripture, and it was gone 
from a Catholic Bible. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, you know. So I'm going to sit back and I'm going to let you answer that question that Mr. Boston was getting ready to raise. Okay. And to um, kind of expound on this difference of what it is that we're reading in this Bible today and what was intended for us to read and what happened. Okay, I'll try my very best. Um, uh, Brother Boston says the, the Helios Bibliotheques, all right, the Sun Book. Oh, okay. uh, there you go. What we have to understand okay. is that we look at this, we, we, out of ignorance, we look at this book as uh, some type of spiritual upliftment, when in actuality, it is an instructional book. Exactly. All right? Exactly. So now, even when you talk about the 12 disciples, each disciple is a zodiac sign. Yes. See what I mean? Mm. Each zodiac yes, sign carries a specific energy. Yes. See what I mean? So we as Moorish Americans, or we as Moorish scientists, let me, let me say this, all right? Mm. Um, we as more scientists, you know, our number system is from zero to nine, the mm. science of geometry, and the 12 signs of the zodiac. These are ways by which we navigate the seven seas and the seven star constellations. This yes, is how we exactly. travel the world, mm-hmm. right? So now remnants of that can be found in the book of Genesis when I have said, I have, I have put star, I have put a light in the sky, the stars in the sky. Yes. As a guidance, as a sign, mm-hmm. you know. So we call that Mother Zodiacus, the the, the, the animals in the sky. Mm-hmm. But each one correlates to a specific energy during a specific time of the year at a specific place on the planet, mm-hmm. you know. And the correlation, what the astrotheological correlation is, is that the same science can be found in the Helios Bibliotheques. Now, this is my personal preference. Because I'm a descendant of ancient Moabites mm-hmm. in, the blood li- in the bloodline of Ruth, you know, to you stars out there, mm-hmm. that means a whole lot. Yes. Um, but um, the Old Testament is law to me. Mm-hmm. Now, respectfully, as far as the New Testament is concerned, that's Christianity. You know, mm-hmm. the three Gospels, okay. Mark and Luke, yeah. these are stories that were told to them. But what it, that they even their renditions of. There, there are actually four Gospels, so then what is the fourth one? If the third, that's the John. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to okay. expound on John. Okay. See, because... You have John the Baptist, who we as Moorish Americans are taught, always knew Jesus or Yeshua HaMashiach. Yes. You see what I mean? Yes. Always from a child. See, we are taught that Elizabeth and Mary, mm-hmm. during the time when Herod was trying to kill the first son, the firstborn son, Mary fled to Egypt, to zone Egypt, all right, where she met That's two right. scribes. And then they put Elizabeth to her son. All right? One was taught love. That was Shua HaMashiach or Jesus 
or as we say in Moorish American, we call Jesus Brother Justice. Mm-hmm. And the other was Elizabeth, John the Baptist's son, who right. was taught purity, to purify with water. So now, while Brother Justice went on his journey, see, because remember in the book of John, at 12 years old, they depict him arguing with the doctors of law. Now, you're talking to priests now, but the Bible says the doctors of what? Law. Mm -hmm. All right? Because his mother and his, his mother, his father, and his first cousin, John, son of Zebedee, brother of Joseph, was looking for him. When they found him, well, you know, son, why do you put me through such ridicule? He says, mm. mother, I am about my mother, I am about my father's work. Business, right. You know, then the next thing you know, he's walking across the water meeting John the Baptist <laughs> to be baptized. So we Moorish Americans, we teach about those lost 18 years mm-hmm. where where Brother Justice went on his journey teaching in Africa, Egypt, and different other places. You see what I mean? So now, all of this is intertwined with the zodi, uh, the, 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 the astrological theology. Yeah. Right. Because as you go through this journey, you're, you're taught different spirits mm-hmm. and different personalities. So now, with the New Testament, Again, this is my opinion, and I, and I know a lot of people with this opinion. The book of John, John the Baptist, and the book of John second, John of Zebedee, who speaks in the first chapter, he tells you plain, I speak to you what I have seen with my own eyes and heard with my own ears. Exactly. In other words, I'm an eyewitness. Right, yes. Exactly. He's the only one that says he's an eyewitness. Yes. Then you have John, son of Zebedee, depicting his experience while he was locked up on the Isle of Patmos. You have revelations. The other books of the Bible and the New Testament were written by Paul of Tarsus. Paul of Tarsus. And you know that because each book starts out by saying the epistles of the Apostle Paul to the Romans. Exactly. To Galatians, da da da. Mm-hmm. The word epistles means letter. Letters. That's right. Letters. All okay. Letters. Exactly. So what you're saying is, is that Brother Boston wrote a letter to Brother Jelani, mm-hmm. and then 200 years ago, somebody found these letters, and they were so heavy and so profound mm-hmm. that. They put it in a book and made that book religious. Mm. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some good philosophical teachings in those books. Yes, there are. But let's not play games. Mm. These came from Paul of Tarsus, who used to be Saul. Yes, killing the Christians. See what I mean? Oh, yeah, persecutor of the Christians. See what I mean? And then what we have to understand in the book of Acts, the only reason you mention Christian in, in the book of Acts is it's it's a scroll, it's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So, so it was never it was never a kingly title. Mm-hmm. It was it, it was along the effect of, yeah, look at them cats that follow Christ, man. Yeah, what idiots. Right, right, right. 
But that's the only time you you hear the word Christian. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? Those who follow after Christos, the anointed one. Anointed. That's what Christos means, to anoint. Right. To wish someone well, to pray for someone on, on the way to a journey. Mm-hmm. Or as they go on a journey. You know, they didn't title people back in them days, Jesus Christ. No. It was Yeshua Bar Mariam. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus or Yeshua, son of Mary. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Or even Yeshua, Yeshua Ben Yahweh. Ben Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Or we see what I mean? Which Yeshua, some of us of do refer to him uh, today, even as such. I'm I'm one of the Yeshua Ben Yahweh. Uh, oh, uh, hey, uh, Shalom. Shalom. Or Ben David is another, you know, from the house of David. Right, Morgan Dawood. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? So, and that's another thing, people. You know, and thank you for mentioning that, sis. You know, no problem. We have to understand the value of names. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So there's a big problem, right? In the fifth paragraph, second verse in the doctrine entitled "The Divine Warning from the Prophet to the Nations." It strictly gives instructions as such that we must proclaim the free national descent name of our forefathers. For by honoring our mothers and fathers, our days may be long in the Greenland. In other words, we are supposed to take on the names of our ancient ancestors, like everybody else on this planet. Hmm. There are no Chinese people named Juan Gonzalez. <laughs> right. You see what I mean? That's right. <laughs> there are no uh, Japanese named, uh, you know, Kixon uh, Van Buren. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are the, a, a point. A, a sister told me she has a Korean friend. And the Korean friend mentioned to her candidly, says that, you know, I think it's amazing. She says, what? that your people still keep the slave name that they was given after so many years. Mm. And this is what the world sees. See? So when you introduce yourself, when you introduce yourself to, let's say, somebody from Al-Kibulan, anybody see my ritual? Okay. Um, when you um, introduce yourself to somebody from Al Kibulan mm-hmm. and say, "Well, you know," he says, "Well, my name is uh, Umkosi Fufu. and your name, sir?" And you go, "Oh, I'm James, w- I'm James Watkins." Well, you see the face change on him. He goes, <laughs> "Yes, yes, Black American." <laughs> right? You see, they look at it as a person who doesn't know where they come from and who they are, you know. Right, we're lost, we, you know, a lost, a lost person. Right, slaves. Slaves. They look at you as a slave. Mm-hmm. So without a culture, without mm-hmm. a language. Yes. Without, right. a, without anything. So, you know, you have, understand this. Noble Drali warned us. He says, when a man is born and raised in a country and asks his free national descent name, Mm. if he fails to give it, 
Mm-hmm. He is worthy of any mistreatment, exile, or imprisonment that any free national people care to bestow upon. Wow. So there is punishment behind not knowing who the heck you are. And that's what we're suffering today. That's what we're suffering today. Absolutely. Queen Poetess, yes, indeed. We're suffering today. This is why when you see, you know, they make the Moorish Americans seem as though he's being uh, belligerent or that um, they they say it in the newspaper, well, he doesn't, uh, so-and-so think he doesn't have to obey our laws. Mm-hmm. Well, just let me use South Carolina as an example. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. South Carolina. South Carolina Code. 33-31-180 states that if the doctrine of a religious corporation is in conflict with the legislature, that the doctrine takes precedence in accordance with the U.S. Constitution or the state Constitution or both. Okay. So what this does is it makes two points. Number one, a citizen or subject of a religious government automatically goes within the category of a constitutional situation. It's constitutional subject matter. All right? Two, it says that when there is a comparison to our law and their law, our law must be honored. Mm. Okay? Then it says in... South Carolina Codes 1 32 10 through 60, uh, 20 in this case, it says any official of the state, meaning the state government, governors, whatever, senators, whatever, or subdivision of the state, meaning mayors and other constables or officials, cannot burden one's religious beliefs or practices. So, as long as we are obeying the laws that were handed down to us by Noble Juali, by the hand of Allah, Father of the universe, there is no other law. And the legislatures of all 50 states acknowledge that, as South Carolina does in Article 1, Section 2, it says the General Assembly of the state of South Carolina cannot make a law with respect to religion or the practice and establishment thereof. And to prove that, you had a European gentleman that wished to put a spaghetti strainer on his head while he took a picture for his license. He said it was for religious reasons. That man has a driver's license with a spaghetti strainer on his head. Understand? So it, it's not that Moorish Americans feel like they don't have to obey their law or state law. The state legislature acknowledges that we have our own law. Mm. So if you so chose, get that cleared up. If you chose to put the spaghetti strainer on your head and take your picture, that's okay then. No? Yeah, because it's your religious right. He claimed religion. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? Religion is law. Mm-hmm. 
when somebody calls that card, few people want to play with it. You know what I mean? I saw an episode on Law and Order where the dude, yeah, he was killing people on the rooftop, and they wanted to give him a swab in his mouth. And he says, I can't. So what you mean? He says, uh, it's against my religious beliefs and practices. Well, the doctor that was going to do it, she started packing her stuff up. He said, what you doing? He said, it said it's his religion. Mm-hmm. I'm not touching Oh, just like the blood transfer. Religion trans- is law. Just like the blood, the blood transfer, transfusion. Absolutely. The blood Absolutely. And I, I'm not sure, but don't, don't, but I think also um, transplants. If I make no mistake, transplants is you know like out. You know they don't certain uh, religions. Mm-hmm. And vaccination. Vaccination. Mm-hmm. My, my nutritionist lost her son. Because of her strong belief and no vaccination. So, so now let's deal with why. Why? Yes. Let's deal with why. Okay. The reason why she lost her son is because the slave code state, the fate of the mother is the fate of the child. Mm. If, the, if the mother's a slave, then the child's a slave. You have to understand that slavery never died. The Emancipation Proclamation is a proclamation for the transference of property from the plantation to the federal government under the 14th Amendment. And and to the workforce. Don't please don't forget that so that we pay the taxes in higher rates than anyone else. But here's this. Title 26, 7701, and 6901 state, the only people that are supposed to pay taxes is federal government employees. Ooh. And, they're the and you made yourself a federal government employee. Well, let me, let me stop. Your mother made you a federal employee with the Social Security number. Mm-hmm. That's right. Wow. That number. You know I mean? That's right. Which is a trust created by the federal government. Yes. See what I mean? So another trust was also put in place, and that was at birth. When the baby's footprint was put on the document, that was Mm -hmm. that baby's signature. But the baby (laughs) was not of the age of majority. Mm -hmm. On some some, uh, applications, you'll see in the place where the mother signed, it says informant. So you squealed on your baby, mm-hmm. and you co-signed for the granting of a construct called a an estate trust. That is just horrifying, you know. Yes, yeah, see, it's yes, it's become standard law in yes. America. This is these are the procedures, and some of us are very unaware of how we are literally co-signing our cells and our children over to the government's jurisdiction for them to own us as property. In perpetual slavery. In perpetual slavery. Right, absolutely. You know, remember, all law is contract. 90% of the people who are incarcerated got themselves incarcerated. Mm. Because they got they put themselves in contracts they weren't aware of. Mm-hmm. See, Noble Drew Ali came here, and I gotta keep going back to Noble Drew Ali. He came here to alleviate us from all of that. 
the things that we're going through now were not supposed to be a part of our reality. Mm. We were supposed to grow up like that Chinese kid who was born in Chinatown, grew up in Chinatown, went through school in Chinatown. <laughs> they didn't That's call right. him back to China to go to school. His first contact with any other race is that he went to an American college. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's so right. That's how we were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But we've been up And their mother tongue, you know, is, is very prevalent. They're... No matter how long they reside here in America, their mother tongue is the prominent tongue. If you communicate with them, you will note that. The reverence, the regard for who they are is very deeply embedded, which, unfortunately, we should have, but it's not. Well, I mean, we try to. Time and time again, we try to. You know, chapter 48 teaches us that we must worship on our own vine. I'm sorry, 47, excuse me, on our own vine and fig tree, and every tongue must profess its own. Mm-hmm. Hello? So wow. even Noble Dwali was calling for us to create our own language. Mm. See, we have a language, Papa Legra Mobile, that we develop in Morris Holy. You see mm. what I mean? And it was out of that same spirit as the prophet taught us or commanded us that we must, every tongue must profess its own. You see what I mean? And we try to with pig Latin mm-hmm. and, you know, different street uh, languages that we came up with. But our problem was we always felt like we had to teach that foreign friend how we speak in our neighborhoods. Exactly. Okay. Um, Filtrated, and when we were infiltrated, everything was taken from us. It's absolutely ridiculous, you know. We we have we have absolutely no secrets, you know. And 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 a a, a thing that that rings in in my head so strong. The Baptist Covenant it tells you to you know to maintain family and secret devotion. You you're not supposed to. In in the we are a family. We should. Hey, um, mango lasting. We should be united, uh, but there, there we have been a, a, a thread has been woven into us that just breaks that unity. I, I, I don't. I have seen it over and over again, trying to unify, and the next thing you know, it's dispersed. There is no unification. Everybody well, has uh, gone. Uh, we have I'm a call. Sorry, I'm sorry, sorry but um, we have a caller from California, and I think they're trying to. Uh, connect with this discussion. So I just want to open their mic up and invite them to speak. Caller from California, are you still on the line? No, I didn't work Monday. Well, I did work Monday. Caller from California? Oh, that's me. Okay. Okay, yes. Please give your name, introduce yourself. Um, Lyrical Soldier. Okay, welcome, Lyrical Soldier. We have Noble uh, Jelani Bay. He's the feature artist in the spotlight. He is the facilitator of knowledge. At this time, our topic is Moorish heritage, ancient history, knowing to know thyself is our focus word phrase. Do you have a question that you would like to direct to our feature artist and keynote speaker on this evening? Congrats on your feature, and um, you said the topic is about Morris 
Yes. Yeah, I know a little bit about um, the Moors calendar and all that and the clock of destiny. And we can hardly hear you. Are you on speaker? Because it sounds like you're far away, and we want everyone to have the privilege of hearing your words clearly. So if you can just make that adjustment for us so we can all hear your words clearly, that would be much appreciated. I'm into stuff like that with the clock of destiny and the Moore's view and all that. Mm-hmm. So would you have a question? Maybe there's something that you need clarity about. Uh, Noble Jelani can assist you. Um, it's been a while since I've read about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, good brother, um, in, in reference to the Clock of Destiny by uh, Ch- uh, Elder uh, Charles Mosley Bay, uh, who was uh, once under the, the tutorage of Noble Drew Ali, um, uh, he was assigned to uh, Temple Number 7, as I was told. Uh, and then when he was uh, when he passed form, when he died, uh, we won't get into that, when he died, um, the Grand Sheiks kicked him out of the organization. Um, when he died, law... Science, civics was banned from the Moorish Divine and National Movement. Mm-hmm. Do you mean that's part of the conspiracy? Mm-hmm. The clock of destiny and the web of destiny, clock of destiny one and two, speaks blatantly and candidly about what we were talking about earlier: astrotheology or astrology mm. or astrological law. That's that's mean? dealing with the um the planets and all that. Of course, you know okay. the 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 science of of gauging um or premeditatively bringing a life form into this existence with a particular energy. Mm. You know, if you conceive in Aries, you know, then you'll have a Virgo child, that kind of thing, or well, pre-planning. Mm-hmm. I mean, by use of the zodiac, so you are, you can kind of uh, tailor make your family with this knowledge. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? Uh, Brother C. M. Bay also brought out about the Yucatan experiment. I got a question. You know, Do you believe in the um, in the zodiac sign? Like the um, somebody said, you gotta live your um, zodiac. You gotta live your sign. Absolutely. Well, see, it's not a belief system. It's a science. Let me give you an example. All right? They used to say that, you know, the moon controls water, controls the woman. That's not so. The man has more water in him than the woman. So it's the men that go out their mind, you know what I'm saying, on a lunar eclipse mm-hmm. or something <laughs> like that. You see what I mean? Yes. So, and just like the moon affects us because we are made of water, so does the sun. Mm-hmm. Well, how does so, the moon affect us? Say again, brother? How does the moon affect us? Because the, 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 uh, gravitation, <laughs> the gravitational pull of the moon, mm-hmm. uh, well, as it affects the sea level mm-hmm. and the ocean, it also affects the water level of the body. That's right. Oh, I got you. Okay. See what I mean? So yeah. when the when the when the lunar cycle switches, so does the water level switch in human that's beings. That's truth. That's mm. science. That's fact. 
See what I mean? Yes, indeed. You know, the, the woman's menstrual cycle is based on the lunar mm-hmm. ca- ca- calendar every 21 days or something like that. That's you know what I mean? for the orange and red moon. It's every so, 28, Every 27 to 30 days? I guess 20, it varies from woman to woman. Every 28. It's from 28? Okay, I, 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 I stand. Yeah, I say 27 oh. to 30 because every woman's, uh, you know, different. Mm-hmm. Yes. I just think the world is impacted now because of so much uh, chem- uh, with the chemicals that are in the atmosphere, it's impacting on uh, nature. And so much now is off course or out of balance. So I've heard some women saying that they're having two. Hello? Two, uh, I've heard some women saying that they're having two cycles in 30 mm. days. I mean, that's unheard of going back centuries ago. Wow. So, yeah. Chemicals, the chemicals. Right, exactly, the chemicals. And it's in the air, it's in the water, it's in the earth, and, you know, it's impacting on everything. But look True. at, look at the, the, the mammals, um, you know, look at the, the breasts of women today. They, I mean, you know, they're, they're over large from, mm. from the uh, hormones and stuff that we eat in that's true too. Unfree, yes, indeed. Unfree-ranged meat, you know, um, you know, especially the chicken. You know, you got eight-year-old little girls. I'm, I'm you know, I'm mm-hmm. some of my little mm-hmm. cousins overly developed. Well, I, too soon. It's, it's, yeah. No, I'm like, what the heck? How did you get like that? You know, and, and mm-hmm. that, that's exactly. Well, it's too soon, and. It's too soon, especially when you live in a society that has purposely dumbed down the education of women. That's true. That is true. That's the key point. They're they're clearly poisoning our children. But another factor you have to look at is that, see, the academia in the home meant that if you, I mean, the book of Leviticus, I can't remember what chapter right now, but it clearly gives instructions for the birth of a woman child and a birth mm-hmm. of a man child. All right? It That's says right. that when a woman gives birth to a woman child, she reproduces every single molecule of herself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right down to her t- her fingernail. It's a mini, right? mini me. A mini <laughs> <For the> me. <women. laughs> so now when a male, it's only half because mm-hmm. half is the father. But mm-hmm. now we... Well, let me not let me say we mother from birth, even in the womb, trained her woman child to be a woman. Mm. Wow! By, by what she was doing, the wow. by what she was this doing is, when she a, was born, she watched this mother. This is good teaching. She was this old is true. enough. Yeah. When she was old enough to she she learned chores. That's right. You know, she learned how to sew. Yes. She learned how to mm-hmm. nurture. She learned her body so that when she got at that adolescent age and she got that funny feeling in her stomach, that mm-hmm. not, a, not a hungry pain, not a I got to go to the bathroom pain, but that sharp cramp, mm-hmm. she automatically knew it was time she to knew. go to the cabinet <laughs> and get X, Y, Z, you know what I'm saying, and prepare herself for her cycle. Mm-hmm. If if she got if she got impregnated she copulated she got impregnated 
She knew what herbs and what foods to eat to nurture this baby so that when the baby comes out and she breastfeeds, she breastfeeds nutrition into the baby where there's no need for immunization shots because Mm -hmm. the immunization is within her breasts. That's right. The antibiotics, everything's in the breast milk. That's right. Exactly. See what I mean? But we let our enemies teach our children. Mm. See, Noble Drew Ali said, and you see I keep referencing Noble Drew Ali because he gave the instructions. He said every temple must have a school. And he wasn't Mm -hmm. talking about Sunday school. He was talking about academia from K-5 to collegiate. Mm. And this is another evidence of the conspiracy. Mm -hmm. Because by now we should have a Brigham Young University. Absolutely. That's right. Absolutely. See what I mean? Absolutely. See, so now more is holy, and I got to put this plug in. What we have attempted to do was create these institutions because somebody has to. Mm-hmm. So we have a Ministry of Education, which acts as our Moorish Board of Education. And we have the facility to set these up in all 50 states. Why? Because it's necessary. And yeah. what is the necessity? The establishment of a Moorish Board of Education means that the academic system mm-hmm. operates autonomously. Mm. And the only thing that our children have to be able to do if they choose to go to their college is blow their SATs out the water. Mm-hmm. So blow the entrance exam right. out the water. That's, that's it. right. So, what is yeah. stopping this progress of establishing our own, with all of this vast information, you're not the only one with it. There are many who have it. Why has there not been, what is stopping us from coming together? And two, being- two, two words. Two words. Oh. You ready for mm-hmm. them? Come on. Get, oh, now, get ready for them. Sit down. <laughs> Ego and testosterone. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. All the women are saying yes. <laughs> because guess what? It's time for mother right. to sit her son in time out. That's right. That's right. I, I feel so that. Sick. I sense that. Seriously. I'm so, I'm so sick of going into courthouses Going into government buildings, going into hospitals, mm-hmm. going into precincts, you know, and seeing you run their government. You run in their government. You run in their banks. When Noble Drowley gave you your own government to run, but the ego and testosterone is stopping that. Mm-hmm. You know, why is the prophet and say, well, the prophet said that you must obey the laws of the land and the society in which you live. Okay. Well, guess what, brother? You supposed to live in a Moorish society. That's so right. Be obeying the laws that are in the Moorish society. Exactly. Now, yeah. So again, I'm coming back at you, my good brother. What the heck is wrong with us? What is the information not getting in somewhere? Somebody is not hearing this stuff. You're making absolute sense. It's not like you're telling somebody something and it's correlating with the the very Bibles that they read. You know what I'm saying? 
There are some stuff that have been left out of course, you know, but that we know that that was intentional. Those who, those of us who have stepped up and over that and understand that part. But, I mean, I'm trying to get, you know, why is there not enough of us coming together to make a difference? Because if it begins to come out very loud, then somebody is bound to hear this. What is going on? Do we have the, the ability to have clarity of speech to be heard that, you know, that it will take effect? This needs to be infectious. We're drowning. We're drowning. I mean, do these dumb, ooh, do these people see this? We are freaking drowning. We are listing along as if we were in, um, what's that, Dr. Moreau, Dr. Monroe or Moreau or whatever, uh, uh, you know, on, on that island. That island. That's the law that's, is not to spill blood and all that. We're just shuffling the freak along. You know what I'm saying? I'm not shuffling along, but I see the shuffle, and I'm trying. I'm making them do you realize what's happening. They continue on with this dumb, ignorant nonsense. Instead of getting themselves together, it's no time for doodling. We got to get straight. You understand? Or else we just... Now, 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 let me answer your question because you know you did a machine gun on me. All right. I'm sorry, but he's surely you're good. Did. No, you're good. <laughs> you, you're, you know, you're you're correct and exact. Mm-hmm. But understand this. Let me give you some examples. All right. When I say I'm a Moorish American, all right. The the Asiatic women I'm going to say right now, the Moabitess. That's who you are. All right. She's the one that will say more. What's that? You know, I don't. There ain't no such thing as no more. Well, what's your real name? Mm. Oh, okay. uh, uh, well, uh, y'all must be about some kind of identity theft or something. Why? Why y'all change your name? Y'all committed a crime? Oh Jesus. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so indoctrinated with this European right. diaspora that your name is not a name unless it's Gerald McGillicuddy. Yeah, we'll see. You know, I'm see, that's indoctrination. Like you're, indoctrination. what you're saying, it, it's it's so instilled in so many. And I'm glad that you brought out um, the female population because as the mother. Um, we've got to be the ones to make this transition fast. And we've got to do it not tomorrow. We've got to do it now because we already know tomorrow's too late. Yes. It's been too much time wasted. Um, We've got to stop fighting. It's a lot of um, infighting going on amongst ourselves, and we've got to say, look, either we pull together and get off this lost island. <laughs> I'm thinking the show Lost comes to mind, and and get back on course of where we belong and function as a people who know who they are, or we're destined to be doomed. And it will mean humanity becomes extinct. And that's what we don't want. And we've got to see it for what it is. This is literally um, a war of annihilation. We're being, um, you know, even the very uh, nature itself 
it, 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 it's crying out at this point. We're That's seeing all of these uh, climate disasters That's taking right. place. Um, our mother, our mother is crying out because we have offended her. Definitely. We have gone against the natural laws. Um, we're um, enacting a lot of things into uh, inducing into her womb things that shouldn't be. Um, we're corrupting the very oil is her blood. We're we're extracting it at uh, such large proportions that it's just it's not even lawful. Mm-hmm. And we've got to stop. A lot of this has to stop. And it starts and stops with us. We've got to say, you know what? No more making excuses. Even as mother, as woman, and and we've got to start saying we're going to nurture life. We're going to speak. Life, we're going to promote life, we're going to be pro-life, we're going to change our mentality. Um, We have been engaging in a lot of wars, even against our men, and going against them and and treating them as though they're not worth anything when we know we we need each other. We coexist. Absolutely. We co-inhabit. So there has to be a change, and, and for... Being a woman, from a woman's perspective, I'll be the first to say we can't keep going on like this. We can do better. We can mother. We can nurture. We can uh, be that restorer of life that we naturally were made to be. And we should. There's no reason for us not to. And we need not to allow... Any dictates, whether it be from the government or society, to indoctrinate us to have us believing a lie because we've been there already and it's not benefited us. But we have so many of our sisters who will go against that, who stand. Just it just came to to mind when Brother Jelani was, you know, trying to clarify this thing for me. You remember when Kunta Kente went to the, the plantation and found Fanta, and he was trying to get her to come on with him and everything. And what did she say? I've forgotten all that African stuff. Mm-hmm. That was a plant right there. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was a subliminal suggestion. That's that mentality. The movie, the the in in, in root. Um, and and how how many people were subjected to that who weren't able to put the shield up to know that, wait a minute, no, no, no. How are we going to forget where we came from? That can't be so. Something That's is- right. That's right. That's right. And then the, you know, since to, 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 the I'm modern, sorry, go ahead. The modern twist on it today um, uh, is being, being a unit with your man. Uh, and letting him be the leader of the family, speaking in that way, um, you know, there are women who speak so faint that ain't no man telling me what to do. Well, look, mm-hmm. then, then you will not have a working family unit. If this brother does not have direction and um, protection and guidance and instruction, then your whole family is in chaos and it's spinning out of control. Because when the father is out of place, the mother is displaced. The children have no place and God is replaced. 
a very dangerous situation from my point of view. You understand? So, therefore, that that's something, you know, where where do, what do we do now? Do we start gathering and teaching in the pot belly, pot belly stove kitchen again? Um, do we now have, don't quote, the verb, proverbial quilt and patchwork quilt making so that we can um, uh, uh, pass information backwards and forwards. We have no round table. We have no brainstorming. Everybody's doing their own thing. Look, mm-hmm. at, the, look at the trucks. That's that the, true. Look at the trucks that the women drive. How did they get that? Massa stood up and gave them a job and allowed them to make fifty thousand dollars so that they can buy a gas guzzling truck. Okay, and the gas guzzling truck now into the pocket of the husband, into the pockets of the children. The children are raggedy as a barrel of sauerkraut, marching up and down the street, and what are they doing? Optimizing, trying to have a dollar, selling crack rocks and whatever, ecstasy and all kind of foolishness on the street corner, and then what happens? Here comes Johnny Lawman, take him and put him in jail. And the cycle starts all... The cycle, the vicious cycle. Well, thank you, uh, Queen... Poetress and Queen Mother, we do understand you. We really do. Um, and it's it's time, it's high time, though, for us, especially us women, to really change our minds about a lot of things because we've been told a lot of lies about ourselves as well as our men. And, no, we're not angry black women, even as we heard uh, today the majority of us know that we have uh, the Cherokee uh, nation ancestry. We are indigenous people. We are not black. We've been uh, indoctrinated to believe that we are. And if you really understood what that game is all about and and even the Jim Crow laws and how uh, that's so uh, strongly connected when you say you're black, you are literally imprisoning yourself within a system where the Jim Crow laws rule, and there are set laws for blacks. So I refuse to um, accept that labeling. It is a negative labeling. And it took me some time. I had to unlearn what I had been miseducated about regarding black and realize, wait a minute, I come from a nation. I have a nation distinction. I'm not black. You know, there's a game being played here. So we've got to open our eyes to the truth. We've got to awake uh, mentally, become sober and alert to what is true. And it's been a, a time of enlightenment tonight, having Noble Jelani Bay on the panel of the Exceptional Scribble Show. And I want to applaud him for um, everything that he's been um, sharing here on tonight's uh, show and platform. And even for our listening audience, many, um, even in the chat room, I want to uh, give a high salute. Uh, there's been a whole lot of dialogue going on from from the very beginning of the show because this is a topic, it's very interesting to myself, but also it's very um, necessary that we have this topic. And this won't be the last time uh, 
uh, Noble Delani Bay. We definitely have to have you again because uh, there were some people that could not join us on this evening that wanted to be a part of this discussion because they feel very passionately about knowing who they are. But we do have a caller from uh, the Virgin Islands, and we have a caller from Louisiana. And I need to go to them because I'm looking at the time, and it's already 9.45, and I know Queen Zipporah, uh, the co-host, she'll be joining us at 10 so we can discuss uh, publishing uh, tips. So I'm going to first go to uh, our brother from the U.S. Virgin Islands, and um, welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show tonight. Uh, that would be Brother Skysky Rio. Yes, yes. Yes, welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Greetings to you as well. I was listening, man, and I, I know I joined in a little late, but the um the the doc the island of Doctor Moreau was was filmed right here on this island where I'm from. Mm. Mm-hmm. And the comparison that you made is is um very very on point, you know. Um, it's a plague, man, that's affecting us all. You know this um this ego and narcissism. You know, and, and me, me, me attitude, you know, where everything is me and I, every mm-hmm. sentence starts with that thing. Instead of, like, really acknowledging our, our creator, whoever anyone might praise, you know, the one who who made us and mm-hmm. gave us this vibration of peace and love, which we so somehow seem to, like, run from, you know, the one that really makes things happen, mm-hmm. you know. From, from we see negative vibes come around us and we, indulge in them, then we lose it, you know. We lose we lose the true order of Melchizedek, you know, the direct connection. So now we're infiltrated by somebody's negativism, you know. So yes, I, I um I I see what you're saying in the comparison and it and it's a plague man that, that that's hit us all and it's an unlearning that we all must go go through, you know, if if that's all I could really say to y'all tonight. So I know time down the of the essence, you know. Yeah. I, I hear you, yeah, yeah, blessing and, and, and um, gratitude, brother. I appreciate that. Um, you know, the, the prophet teaches us the five principles of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. You know, uh, when the first four are not uh, adhered to, then justice must must prevail. Um, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. brothers from the Caribbean. You know, you know we're 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 taught to be you know uh, Virgin Islanders or Jamaicans or you know, uh, Dominicans and stuff. And these are labels that were to uh, to the uh, islanders by Europeans. Um, there's, three major, there's three major tribes in the Caribbean. And I'm going to make the quick correlation because of the other brother um, that's coming in that, that has a question. But here it is. Your Aino, your Arawak, and your Caribbean. All right? These are the Aboriginal indigenous people of the the Caribbean islands, and they are also the famed pirates or the mm. Barbary mm-hmm. defenders. See, it was the it, it was the it was the those three tribes, along with the Maroons, the Moors. Mm-hmm. All right, yes. were the defenders of the Caribbean that the Europeans call pirates. That's why when you look at the movie Pirates of the Caribbean, Johnny Depp is swarthy. He's dark-skinned, and he has dreads. Mm-hmm. See? And then 
what they might do, what they might do, I make fun of the man dialect. Because the man, oh, I, you know, I was just, 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 Then, when, you know, you see dread them, and then mm. one for, one for walk, they go, go there on the road. Them, you know, mm. they walk with a hunter, they walk with a, a stride. True. So then they take Johnny Depp, and they make him walk funny. Right, right. I noticed that in that, they, yes. In Star Wars, in that movie. with Dr. Diggs. Mm-hmm. See that? They did the same thing mm-hmm. in Star Wars with Dr. Diggs. Okay. So when mm-hmm. so when so when a West Indian speaking dialect is I mean me I go beach just now, or me go there, me go there, you know. Mm-hmm. So now they take Jaja Biggs and he go what he say, Mister Jaja Biggs, Mister a warrior, mm-hmm. see True. making fun <laughs> of the Caribs, and then his yes, ears sir. look like a dread them. It look like dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. Then they mm-hmm. have the more vest on him. Then the way he walks back to the West Indian center, mm. you know, a step. Mm-hmm. But make fun of it by making them walk goofy. Mm-hmm. People, you know, when when the West Indian understands, him not going to post to go foreign. Because the only <laughs> foreigner them is Babylon. Yes, sir. You must proclaim your nationality. Once you proclaim your nationality, then you have free reign from Alaska to Chile. But when you take on somebody else's title for you, you belong to them. Seen? Yes, I. Yes, I'm a man. I'm a man. All right, I see. I see. Good, good. Good words, man. Good words. <laughs> Gratitude. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah, yes, I, I, I feel that too. That good vibration. I feel that. That's that positive energy. We're on the same wavelength. We're all in agreement mm-hmm. here, and we're accepting what is the truth. Thank you. Thank you, Skysky. Yes, sir. And thank you, Noble Delon. Thank you. No problem. Well, I got good blood. You know, I like talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> Come back, man. Come back. Thank you. Thank you. We're home. We're home. Well, we have a caller from Southwest Louisiana. I want to welcome them to the discussion tonight. Welcome, caller from Southwest Louisiana. Welcome, caller from Southwest Louisiana. Okay, we're going to go to Mr. Boston, a.k.a. Master Scribe. Welcome back, Master Scribe. Hey, I'm hey. here. I'm building, man. I am so, I, you you know, as I, I, I sit here and Sister Lois came on and I, I was I was elated because a lot of what the brother said, I was teaching to her. And, she, mm. and I, was, I was amazed because some of the stuff that I was teaching her, she was asking questions from it. And I was I, I was amazed because when I talk about this Bible, this astro theological hybrid or this or the the uh heliobibliotech, when I ran that across the laws one time, you know, she said, Well you gotta have to go in deeper with me on that one and so I went in so deep with her. I think we talked for about an hour, hour and a half on that situation. Mm. And then I finally got her to go study. And when she started studying, she was just like, wow, wow. 
So mm-hmm. I think that what I instituted in her was to change a little direction and look at the Bible as as that the study of the sun, you know, and I think that she's, I'm proud of her because she's looking into it deeper and studying, and and, and that's my thing. I always say study, 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 mm-hmm. and, you know, even when I write my pieces, they say, well, you use these words that it's not normal. It's not normal, and it's the purpose of why I use the words because if you don't study any kind of word, if you don't study language, you're not going to never understand the biblical heliotech. You're not going to understand anything that's spiritually written. You know, only thing you're going to be studying is what is written religious. Ah. So you have to look beyond that. You have to look beyond that, and you have to tap into your spirituality. You have to tap into yourself. Because me, myself, I believe personally that God gave us everything that we need to have to to survive this earth. But if you don't be inside yourself and know yourself to be true, you're never going to survive, and we are doomed if you don't. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely correct. Does any, now I'm going to ask because everyone's mic is open at this time. Um, Would anyone have a question for Noble Jelani Bay? Because it's now five minutes till 10, and we're going to continue on the discussion until uh, the co host, Queen Zipporah, joins us. But if there's anyone else in the caller queue that has a question, for Noble Jelani. What I'm going to do is mute. I'm going to mute the mics, and I'm going to ask for everyone to raise their hand because we're going to follow the one mic rule. If you have a question for Noble Jelani Bay, please raise your hand, and here's how you do that. You would press the star key on your phone keypad and then press the number eight. I repeat. You would press the star key on your phone's keypad and then press the number 8. When you do that, you are raising your hand, and I will open your mic, and then, following the one-mic rule, you will be allowed to speak. You can ask any questions you have, and also if you have a comment or remark. Maybe you just have a remark and you just want Noble Jelani Bay to be aware that he gave you answers to a lot of questions that you had. That is accepted at this time. Uh, the first hand that I see raised is South Carolina. Okay, welcome. Uh, I'm opening the mic of the caller from, I'm sorry, South California, that is. South California. Your mic is now open. And you are invited to speak. Welcome. Hi, um, this is Lyrical Soldier. And earlier, um, earlier this year, I went to a talk where some Moors, um, there was talking about the um, Moors and all that. And I remember them saying, like, what what type of Moor I would be if. Because I'm from California, 
So I'll be like a, I don't know what it is, Wichita Moore. Hmm. You said Wichita Moore? Yeah, this is the Wichita. Yeah. Wichita, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the, the Washita, the, the Washita Moors or the Washitanans, you know, that's a very vast uh, territory. But mostly, it's uh, from Louisiana up into Canada. Oh. Uh, but um, you know, being from Southern California, you know, that's very, very uh, famous. Uh, people don't understand that California is named after the big brown bear, Queen Khalifa. Mm. You know, oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, who basically did the same thing that Queen Anne and Zinger did, you know, um, during the Manifest Destiny. You know, it was not until they, uh, I, it was not until they defeated her that they won California, and they honored her so much they named it after Queen Khalifa. Um, and they, and that's what the big brown bear is on the flag. To to, to let your sisters know you are the warriors. Mm. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you you are the governors. You you make the you are the law. You create the law. It's our mm-hmm. job to protect you while you govern your government. That's mm-hmm. why the prophet said, if you don't do anything else, proclaim your nationality. Everyone mm-hmm. in the world has a That's nationality. It. Yes, indeed. You know what I mean? My job is to not only help you proclaim that nationality, but even, because remember, religion and nationality are two different things. Yeah. You know, chapter 10 of our Quran, Circle 7, tells us that people take one little piece of this source mm. and make it all of the source. Mm. You see what I mean? In other words, whatever their God is, whatever they name their God, Buddha, Krishna, you know, or Hindu, whoever, you know what I'm saying? That is, they make that the entire God. So we as Moorish Americans... Don't judge people for what they call God. So I have the information that if you're a Christian, you can get, you can you can proclaim your nationality as Morisco, and we look at names that come out of the Bible as your free national descent name. If you are a Moabite, you know the Old Testament more, then we can find names for you. If you are a Muslim. Then we go to El-Quran and formulate how to articulate your nationality and the laws that are attached to it. What about Hindu? Same thing, brother, whether Mm. you talk about Hindu or Sikh or Al-Islam. Because remember, there are three basic greetings in Hindustan. There's there's, um, Saksukakal, that's the Sikh. Then it's assalamu alaikum for the Muslims. Yeah. And then it's, um, oh, 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 Right. But see, that's what I'm saying. Those are three different types of law in the country. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, any other callers, Mother? Let me check Thank in. Thank you, Brother. I appreciate uh, it. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Southwest Louisiana, 
Your mic is open, Southwest Louisiana. Okay, I'm not sure why. But um, what I'm going to do now, our co-host has just joined, and that would be Queen Zipporah. Um, I'm going to give her the opportunity to have some dialogue with you, Noble Jelani Bay, before uh, we end your portion of uh, the show on tonight. And we want to thank you. I want to thank you personally for uh, being with us for the full two hours. And uh, normally we have a music break. I didn't give us our two music (laughs) breaks. (laughs) Because it was just so good, and, you know, when something's good, you don't want to stop it, you know, in, in, in the middle of everyone enjoying themselves. So I'm uh, very honored that you would allow uh, for us to continue on for that full duration of two hours. A lot of times uh, speakers or facilitators do request a break, and you were just um, so driven in uh, giving us what we needed. And I do thank you for that. I greatly appreciate you for that. And I do want you to know that this panel uh, does welcome you. And at any given time, if you'd like to just come through and drop some knowledge on us, you're welcome when we're on the air. But we're definitely going to be in touch with you post tonight's show because we need to reschedule a return date for you to come again. Yes, indeed. We would love that because we know there were uh, some persons, they were not free to join us tonight. Uh, They had other obligations and they wanted to. So we want to give them that uh, second time around opportunity. And those that did join us tonight, I'm sure they want you to come back because I know I do. (laughs) So we can do this again and um, uh, have even some uh, questions that we didn't have some things maybe we didn't even think or consider uh, this time because for some of us it was just a lot of uh, uh, knowledge and and, and profound truths that we hadn't discussed or even been exposed to before now. So we want to thank you again for uh, being willing, for being diligent, for being liberal and sharing all that you shared tonight. And we look forward to your return. And um, at this time, I'm going to pass the mic to my co-host. I'm sure she has maybe a few questions for you or just some comments based on what she's learned and heard. Queen Zipporah, welcome. Oh, hello, Queen Fran, and to everyone listening to Exceptional Scribble, how are you? Fine, thank you. Greetings, brother. Hello. Is this Noble Jelani Bay? Yes, mother. How are you? I'm fine, and how are you? Uh, I'm well, you know, uh, good spirits and good energy. <laughs> that's good, yes. I had, uh, when I called in, I heard, you know, about the Washita tribe, and I already knew about that. And uh, have you all discussed, um, what's the name, President John Hansen, who was North America's first president? Of course, yeah, Yohanan ben Yohanan. He was described as a blackamoor from the Shawnee Nation mm-hmm. in Virginia. Mm-hmm. So you see how not only did they right. connect them as a Moor, but they had connected them to one of the indigenous tribes, the mm-hmm. Shawnee Nation. Uh, oh, now where's the Shawnee? Uh, which tribe was that in? West Virginia, you said? Yes, the Shawnee are out of West Virginia. Oh, you know, that's something new. How do you spell that? 
S H A W N E E. Shawnee. Mm-hmm. All right, S-H-A-W-N-E-E, Shawnee Tribe. That's the American Indian Tribe in uh, West Virginia. Um, nation mm-hmm. would be correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, nation. Right. That's Shawnee Nation, yes. Mm-hmm. American Indian in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so they tell you that right then and then, that definition or that declaration tells you that the indigenous tribes and the Moors are one and the same. Remember, we talked but, about yeah. <laughs> about the mm-hmm. amalgamation of the Malian Moors. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I've heard that term. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, so now, you know, even like, okay, with South Carolina, uh, mm-hmm. the, the the man's name was Escavano, uh, uh, Escavino or something like that, but he was mm-hmm. the first force to come here to the Carolinas. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, that was the first skirmish between Europeans and Moors. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we chased them on about their business. Well, mm-hmm. later on, other colony came and they brought slaves with them. Mm-hmm. Near PD, near the PD nation. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, when the slaves saw the PD, at first chance they got, they broke loose and and, and ran away. Mm-hmm. And Europeans came to the to the PD, mm-hmm. asking for their slaves back to really point them out, show them where they at. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't do it because they all looked the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's very difficult to define who's who. Yeah, so the so-called Native American you see today are imposters. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. they, have, they have the blood, but mm-hmm. it's been painted. It's painted, yeah. yes. Painted, yes. Not mm-hmm. pure. Mm-hmm. Not pure. Or, or They're ish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ish. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That's They're right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's so important for us to understand, you know, Mm -hmm. that the reclaiming of our real identities as Moors, as Cherokees, as Shawnee, Mm -hmm. you know, extremely important because what that does, that that puts us in a a state of white status. Mm -hmm. White, black are statuses. See, I mean, the word free white people, all right? In Black Thought Dictionary, I don't like to reference it too much, but it's there. It mm-hmm. says that it describes the Laps, the Finns, the Ginyards, the Iberian Moors, um, mm-hmm. the North Africans, and it says it does not include the Caucasian race, the Aryan race, or Indo-European race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're not free white people. Mm-hmm. You are. Uh-huh. And you know what, uh, um, I would like to say this, uh, Jelani, is that with the term Moor, yeah, I read about President John Hanson, and he was a Moor. And I also told this one person who asked me, was I Ethiopian? And I said, no, I'm American. He said, but your ancestors are Ethiopian. I said, no, I'm an indigenous North American. And he mm. changed the subject. He changed the subject. <laughs> mm hmm Wow. We want to thank Noble Jelani Bay. He uh, gave us a little overtime, and he will be back. We're going to schedule another Mm -hmm. show to have him back on the panel because this is what we need more discussion about. We need to discuss what is the truth more. Um, And, yes, the truth about Mm -hmm. our more. Mm Mm-hmm. 
uh, ancestry and yeah. heritage. That's what's mm-hmm. not being discussed. It's not being uh, taught in no. the schools of America. I know that firsthand, having been taught in the schools of America. Right. And we have to assert ourselves more. This is another uh, fact. Notice I'm saying more a lot. I'm doing that intentionally because <laughs> for those of us who have taken psychology, when you hear yeah, sorry, a word um, repeated mm-hmm. at least, I would say, five to ten times within mm-hmm. two to three minutes, it tends to stay within your mind a little mm-hmm. more. Yeah. Uh, than it would otherwise. Notice I'm saying more. <laughs> I'm, look, look, I know what I'm doing. I'm programming because we we yeah. got to do it. Because, listen, yeah. in the entertainment industry, they're doing it for negative intention. You know, with a negative intent. So why yeah. not we do it with a positive intent? Okay. Right. Yes, it's yeah. a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Delaney, I also wanted to say this is Queens of Four is that when you talked about the full-blooded American Indians, yeah, my late maternal great-grandfather was a full-blooded Cherokee from North, I mean, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so it, it's ludicrous when we say we're African-Americans, but then we right. make the declaration that our grandparents and great-grandparents <laughs> right. were from some yeah. kind of tribe. Like, like who, who married somebody from Zimbabwe to make you African-American? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and you That's know what, Lane, yeah, I want to say this too, is that someone has said when you get your passport stamp, stamp an American, don't stamp it African-American because mm. they're going to ask, are you African or are you American? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> mm. And as we discussed earlier, you're the, you're the real American, the first American. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and the genius, Native North American. <laughs> yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I hope before we go, I get a chance to shout out, you know, my contact information. Anybody yes, indeed. Yeah. So, Thank you for, uh, yes, indeed. We want yeah. you to do that. Yes, uh, indeed. And, uh, yeah. And also, I read, this Queen's of Oregon, is that I read about the Washington child was from Mexico, a tribe in Mexico. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the yeah, thing about it is that they know who we are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They 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 know where their ancestors. It, it's written on their walls. Uh huh. How about that? It's yeah. written on their wall. You can say that again. Mm-hmm. It is written it's on stone. their walls. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but thank you again about the song about the Shawnee tribe in West Virginia. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, cause we talked earlier about black or black, you know, or black or more. Mm-hmm. Black or <laughs> more. I think I heard that term before. It sounds familiar, but I can't quite place it. <laughs> well, black or is the adjective describing the more. Oh, all right. An extremely dark-skinned more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A more. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? But to mm-hmm. say that more means black, that statement makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Because the more does not mean black. It means swarthy, dark-skinned. Yeah. But that describes so many people on this so planet. So many. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. You know, and see, one point you made, sis, you uh, know, and this, this, this is a symbiote circle, all right? One of the sisters made this point. But when it comes to our men, remember, most of the men these days were raised by single parents who weren't mm-hmm. raised themselves. Mm-hmm. They were very young when they were when they were raised without an education, 
Mm-hmm. And then we mm-hmm. we have a tendency, and I'm saying we, but it's more mother, to love our our, our boy child and mm-hmm. teach our girl child. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? That's so, true. We'll feed him, we'll clothe him, and we'll mm-hmm. love him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's no real education, even as a single mother, to teach that man what you aspire to be manhood. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? Make that young man responsible. Make mm-hmm. him work for what he needs or what he wants. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Make him do chores. You know, make him know about economics. Mm-hmm. See, to destroy the... And, and please, no one take this wrong, because I am not homophobic. Mm-hmm. I feel like anybody who is in the rainbow community, that is your business... Mm-hmm. But you have to recognize it as genocide as well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because two women can't make a child, two men right. can't make a child, right. mm-hmm. and this lifestyle has flooded our communities. Yeah, it, it's been you know it, it's already had it was coming, it was already present. Now I had learned about the you know witnessed it when I was growing up. And I heard these terms. I didn't know what it was. When I heard the term lesbian, I asked, what country is that? And I was right. Yes, mm. I was right. Lesbos is an ancient Greek city where That's the right. host of Sappho of Lesbos was the first, um, Sappho of Lesbos was a lesbian poetess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hmm Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Yep, and I understand your point about it being genocide. You know, with the same gender couple, you know, because as you said, you know, two men and two right. women cannot make a child. So I see, like, a dwindling, you know, like, you know, killing off the, quote, overpopulation, end quote. Mm-hmm. And, and see, there's a inbred hatred mm-hmm. toward, toward the Asiatic male, the Moorish man these days. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, just becoming more, it's just becoming more and more prevalent. Yeah. Yeah. And one one last thing we don't understand is why our male boys are being murdered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another genocide, you know, tax, another genocide method. It's deeper than that, sis. Mm-hmm. I'm the reason why they're being murdered, mm-hmm. is, and and there's no indictments. Okay. It's because okay. you don't you don't go to jail for killing property. Mm. Ah, thank you. That's why nationality is important. Remember that That's brother Julio like, yes, that got shot 41 times in New York? Mm-hmm. Remember? The FBI came on the, on the news and apologized. Why? This brother got a nationality. Right. He got mm-hmm. a country backing him up. Mm-hmm. But see, our children and our parents and our people are 14th Amendment citizens. Mm-hmm. Wars of the mm-hmm. state to the federal government. So you are a, a thing. Mm-hmm. You are mm-hmm. not a flesh and blood people talking about my constitutional rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you have contracts in place mm-hmm. that by your own hand. right, amendments. That, yeah, I mean, well, not even the amendments. Simple contracts like state IDs, okay. driver's license, right. um, social security cards, birth certificates that make you a ward of the federal government. Mm. That's right. Period. Oh. See what I mean? Those are contracts that you volunteer to out of ignorance, of course. 
but you volunteered into these things. Mm-hmm. Well, more like, I like to my viewpoint, not more like a, you're forced to volunteer because you need to, you know, the Social Security, you know, ID, et cetera, for, you know, certain things, which is ridiculous, but is blended in with the system for mm-hmm. power. Well, well, Mother, you know, in answer to that, I've been a Moore for nearly 15 years. Mm-hmm. Out of ignorance, I cut the driver's license up mm-hmm. before it expired. Mm-hmm. But from that point on, I have never had a state instrument. Mm-hmm. You know, I've rented cars. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I I have not registered a car. I have not possessed a driver's okay. license. Okay. Uh, um, you know, in 15 years, I've I've worked tax mm-hmm. exempt. You know, until I medically they told me, you know, stop working. You know, mm-hmm. um, I've rented, I've rented the, you know, I've went to rent a center, got furniture, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I lease. All the bills are in my name. Mm-hmm. So that's not necessarily true. It's just like Hosea four, uh, four and six says, my people are destroyed for their lack of knowledge, and because they reject that knowledge, I reject mm-hmm. them from the priesthood. So. Nationality is so important, ma'am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it really frees you mm-hmm. from a lot of things, but you have to do it properly. And Noble Ali, he had the formula. He understood mm-hmm. that religious law had very few barriers involved with it. So he made our nationality part of our religion. So mm-hmm. to deny me my nationality is burdening my religious beliefs and practices. Mm-hmm. And thus they are breaking the law. Yeah. Now, I have a, a question. I just this uh question just came to me with the connection that you just said about nationality. Yes, what ma'am? about what about when people change their nationality? I mean, what uh, how does it help them? Does it help mm-hmm. them that way? Yes, ma'am. Well, especially um Depends on the person mostly, but, you know, in the International uh, Declaration of Human Rights, it states in uh, Article 15 that everyone is entitled to name and nationality, and anyone is entitled to change their nationality. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's completely possible, and in some cases, it's very advantageous. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, with most African Americans, they don't know mm-hmm. their nationality. So, you know, regardless of a DNA test and all this stuff here, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. As a Boorish American, um, you know, that is a nationality that they can claim that is acknowledged mm-hmm. uh, because there's tons of case law where mm-hmm. we've won cases in court acknowledging mm-hmm. the existence of Moorish Americans and uh, some profound things that we've done. We've hosted international uh, Muslim conferences in Connecticut where they would leave the United Nations and come to Connecticut just to hang out with the Moors. The Japanese, um, mm. the Japanese uh, used to hang out with the Moors in Connecticut, and um, in the 30s, and that launched an FBI investigation, <laughs> 3,100 pages long, right? Because they thought that the Moors and the Japanese were conspiring, conspiring, and they right? Of, the <laughs> of course, the, the usual yeah, delusion, yeah. The right? Usual delusion. <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> See, so it was advantageous to yeah. make patients ignorant mm-hmm. of Moorish identity mm-hmm. because it carries yeah. so much power. Uh-huh. 
you know, and they, yeah, they know, I know. Yeah, because I, yeah. from my experience, I went to a store, and this woman, this Indian woman, she asked me where was I from. I said Philadelphia, or called saying Philadelphia, USA. Oh, man, she was. She thought that was great. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Because that was the Moorish capital, Philadelphia. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. So yeah, but it's true. It's sad that you know that Black Americans don't know their history because it was purposely hidden, you know, from the culture. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And it was done, you know, for to keep, you know, the power structure going. Because right. if they do, and then they be free, and then they there's that fear of turning on their captors. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, the delusional fear. And, and yet the captors are being killed by people who they think are their friends. <laughs> it reminds me of the American Civil War where, the uh, let's see, one of those American Indian tribes, I can't remember who it was now, but they gave troops to the Confederate you know, army. Mm-hmm. And the tribe, the tribe thought that the Confederate was because of a peace treaty that the Confederate Army gave them, and right. the didn't know the American Indians didn't know that they were being made fools of. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that whole dynamic is, is 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 totally blown out of proportion because, you know, what we don't understand. We talked earlier about the black slave owners. I'm saying black for lack of a better term. Um, mm-hmm. Or well, the more slave owners um, yeah. in South Carolina alone, well over three thousand. You yeah, know, yeah, uh, uh, that, yeah, that, that, that had, you know, uh, dark skin Confederate soldiers because they had a vested interest in protecting their lands. You know, the Civil War was really about bringing factories down south, and the, the Southerners were making multi millions of dollars in agriculture. Mm. Why are you going to force a building down here when we're making buku of money on our crops? Hmm. So the Civil War is about bringing factories to the South? Yes, that's exactly right. what it was. All right. Because, I'm thinking, yeah, I mean, look up black slave owners in America. Then it uh, starts to make sense. Yeah. So, okay, America, wait a minute. Uh, Think about it. I'm a slave. Uh, Master put my behind last week. And now he's putting a musket in my hand and telling me to shoot this white man across the doggone field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not funny. Hey, when it start getting down, who you think he's going to shoot? Mm-hmm. That dude that whooped him last week, ain't he? Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be wise to put a musket in his hand, would it? No. Mm-mm. But if that person is a slave owner, too, and owns acres and acres of land as well, he mm-hmm. has the same vested interest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know no, what I also want to say too is that you know um, black slave owners, black Americans owned slaves from a 1675 Virginia court law. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I yep. took American Civil War, and, uh, and the, what yeah, we studied, you know, it was definitely new for me and unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, it was a more. It was a black man, excuse me, for that 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 tried to put legislature in place. That mm-hmm. slavery be perpetual. Mm-hmm. In other words, if they're your slaves, they never can get free. If they never get free. Mm-hmm. And he was a slave owner, see? Mm-hmm. That's sad. But I mean, like I told somebody, I says, here you are, a widow. You mm-hmm. got 2,500 acres of land. Your husband left you with all of these crops. You going to make enough babies to doggone uh, till that, that soil? Mm-hmm. 
No, you need workers. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? You need workers. And when you look up, there's a PDF out. They were white and they were slaves. Please get it. The indentured servants. Mm-hmm. Well, see see how they do that? Oh, they're indentured servants, but we're slaves. Get out of here. Right, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I read a paper where there's over 460-something out whites that were hung, that were lynched. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, yeah, see, that's that game again. Oh, you know what? That's what you know what this brought me up about that uh, that South Carolina that Charleston shooter doing roof. This is what he found on the internet about black on white, you know, crimes and nothing was done about, it, and that's what shattered his mind and go and start killing. No, I mean, look, the thing that went down this past weekend, it was a long time coming, but mm-hmm. you know, first of all, you got to understand something. Taking mm-hmm. down somebody else's flag is an act of war. <laughs> right. And, and those Europeans, those Confederates, <laughs> those Confederates, they were on good behavior in the daylight. Mm-hmm. But, you know, traditionally they've always been night riders. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, uh, night riders. You know, nightmare. That's, That's true. I remember, you know, you know that term. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. And last time I saw, I saw on Facebook today, and I posted it, I, I shared it. Mm-hmm. There was eight minutes of automatic gunfire, cannons, mm-hmm. uh, fifty millimeter machine guns, explosions. Mm-hmm. They filmed this eight, almost nine minutes of of continuous gunfire mm-hmm. by Europeans mm-hmm. that were not military. Mm-hmm. You know how many bullets that is slinging across the field. That's a war, right? Oh, gosh. The question is, is all of them cats that was punching people in the mouth downtown in South Carolina, do they have the equal firepower? Mm-mm. No. Firepower is down any second, in a second. So, you know, there's some things we definitely got to check about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because they boast and brag. The society lets them have these machine guns. Mm-hmm. And these refurbished tanks and carrying on. Whereas in if we got a twenty two caliber six shooter, that might get us five years in jail. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the Christian black code says that a slave shall have nothing in it no white no weapon, no wider than the palm of his hand. And that he can only have a weapon unless given permission by his master to go hunting or if he has a mark or a badge on him. Mm. Did you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A badge on him. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So the black a police badge. officers, they've already showed you how black police officers subduing mm-hmm. a, a, um, a, a suspect in plain clothes was killed, was murdered. Mm-hmm. And he was a police officer and identified himself as such. And identified himself as such. So he -hmm. didn't have that badge on him. Mm -hmm. That mark that Master gave him permission to hold his sidearm. Uh, So that's where uh, this is Queens of Horror. So that's where, you know, detective badges and originated from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. These laws are 300 years old. You know, so, man, we really got some catching up. We really got some soul searching. And remember mm-hmm. this, and I'm going to hush my mouth. 
<laughs> Mama, we don't do nothing unless you approve it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how it is in high. You know how I was going up in high school. If you, if I don't have the right gear on, walking through that school every day, you're gonna laugh at me. I ain't definitely getting no date. You know what I'm saying? If I don't have the sharpest shoes and the, the latest clothes, and you can forget it, especially if I don't have no car. I'm 16, ain't got no car. 17, ain't got no car. Mm. Oh, no, I ain't getting no rhythm from nobody. And this is why I say it's up to mother to regulate your son. When that dude sits there and goes up against another dude, step in and go, brother, what's your problem? Mm-hmm. Are you doing anything to, to solve our problems? Well, then go, go in the corner and sit down before I take you over my knee. <laughs> you know we listen to you. You do That's dudes right. to be arguing. Right. And you go, brother, brother, no, look, now y'all calm down. And they start calming down. Well, well, he, he ain't had no business saying such and such. They start explaining and carrying on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have the power. So now you need the education. Mm-hmm. So when you get right. a chance, dial 803-297-5503, and i help you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. That was smooth. But, no, it, it, it's real. It's real. Um, mm-hmm. Our only duty is to remind you of your law. Mm-hmm. And once we remind you of your law, we step back and protect you while you perform mm-hmm. your law. Mm-hmm. But that was that interesting. Place. Yeah, that was interesting what you were telling me about. You know, now I know where the detective badge comes in. Christian Black Code to seventeen twenty four. Look it up. You'd be right. surprised what laws they're still enforcing now. Mm. Right, was it? Was it again? Christian what? Christian Black Code to seventeen twenty four. Black Code of seventeen twenty four for detective badges. Well, I mean, just everything, you know, it tell, tells you that the, it was it was written by the Jesuits, which is mm-hmm. the army of the Roman Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. One of the first laws that says that the only religion that a slave can uh, learn about is Catholicism. Catholicism is Christianity. Mm-hmm. That's the only law you can, that, that's the only religion you can study, nothing else. Mm-hmm. It tells you that when three or more slaves are gathered, the nearest overseer to them must immediately break them up. Mm. Well, does that sound familiar? No, it let me see. No, it doesn't. Well, I mean, you ever see some brother standing at the corner? You say, whoop, 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 whoop. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Well, you got any ID? Yeah, you guys break it up. You know, go on about your business. Oh, thank you. Same thing. Mm-hmm. See Counterpart. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. No slaves shall sell anything unless permission from their master. Mm-hmm. Your hack mm-hmm. license or your peddler's license. A license mm-hmm. is permission to do something. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slavery is live and well. They just call them statutes, codes, and ordinances right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I have to say thank you, Noble Jelani Bay, because this is the information that we need widely distributed throughout the world, especially here in North America. Yeah. Um, it's our time to awake unto mm-hmm. this truth. And, you know, even as our brother Sky Skyskeville from the Virgin Islands, he's on the line still, 
Um, he allowed us to know that, you know, it, it's it's all fact. This is this is fact, and it's up to us what we're going to do with it. It's like yeah. now that you know, what are you going to do with it? That's you right. know, knowledge is just, that's half of the battle. Uh-huh. But it's the application. Yeah. That's the only way we can win this war. We've got to that's apply right. the knowledge. We've got to get out of this uh, this branding that we've yeah. been born into. Yeah. And and then, you know, after you're born is what you answer to. I was I was always taught, you know, it's not what people call you, it's what you answer to. Mm-hmm. So we've been that's answering correct. to black and a whole lot of other names for yeah. far too long. We need to know ourselves. It's time to know thyself mm-hmm. and to answer to what is the truth yeah. about us. And it, it, it's this time. Mm-hmm. We can't keep making excuses. We've justified this unlawful branding for far too long. It's time for us to break out. Yes. Yeah. And you know what, Queen Fran is this Queen support. That is when war starts because <laughs> you're breaking. You're breaking from the spell. <laughs> They're hitting you know the brainwashing spell, and mm-hmm. so you're you know you're the opposition because you're prepared. And that's what's going on with the Moors. That's mm-hmm. why they go against. That's why the media lies on us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you know the, the, our existence is coming to the forefront. Yeah. So they would rather make you think that we are paper terrorists, that we're black sovereign citizens, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and all this other garbage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That you know, mm-hmm. not having a driver's license against the law. All mm-hmm. of these things are, are are lies. Yeah, and you know something too that I would say this clean support is that what the media is doing, not only the media but the opposition. I'm going to call it is that it's trying to spread, continue the just world phenomenon that things are the way they are because they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you call that the just world phenomenon, correct? Yeah. I like the way that was phrased. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Because that's yeah. what, it's like this business, this mm-hmm. um, Zagwa Fair, this Laissez Fair, Zagwa Fair, this business as usual, um, mm-hmm. lackadaisical, uh, um, state of mind mm-hmm. and state of living that uh, so many are in, and they see, they know something's wrong, but they don't want to investigate, or right. they 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 see that it's wrong, but they feel that well, you know, it's been we've been doing this so long, and we've been living this way so long. Why even bother? Yeah, you know, uh, it's it's yeah. just, it's a sickness. It's a sickness. Yeah. It's a blindness. It's a death. Yeah, it's mentality. A, it really is. Yeah, it's hypnosis. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, because uh, what I read was that once you can control a man's thinking, you don't have to worry about his actions. He'll find a back door to enter into. That's right. Mm mm mm. Yeah, there was a case where this was really, you know, like you know, hypnotic is where a man was freed from prison, but he wouldn't leave it, so they just built, like, a, a space around him inside the prison. Now, I heard that. I didn't, yeah. I thought it was just, you know, how you hear these stories. So mm-hmm. I thought it was just a story passed down mm-hmm. from one generation to the next. So interesting. It, it, yeah. it was based on yeah. true, a true account. Interesting. Right. And, and that's called, um, oh boy, there's a term for it, um, mm-hmm. Stockholm Syndrome. 
Mm, and, right. And that, yes. Yeah, and that was actually reversed because I was reading history of Stockholm syndrome and it originated where I recall in the country Sweden, and mm-hmm. these uh, bank robbers, you know, they held hostage some of the, you know, the customers. I think had them in the vault, and when they were free, you know, the uh, people, the hostages did not want to leave their captors, mm-hmm. and I think one woman had married one of the captors. Oh my like, god! Oh, oh goodness, yeah. How parallel that story is to so many here in America, so Mm. many of us, you know. We marry our captors. We don't truly want to be free. Mm. We're married to our captors. Mm. We're we're not even uh, truly making an attempt to be free. Mm. You know, someone could hand us all of the tools. Mm Mm-hmm. To get out, you know, but we're just so comfortable. We we become complacent mm-hmm, yeah. here in America. We become compla- complacent with this system mm-hmm. where we're like, well, you know, I have this, I have that. So we think that that's good mm-hmm. and we're living okay. Mm-hmm. And, you and know, somebody I- asks, you know, how you doing? I'm I'm good. I'm good. Uh-huh. And, you know, some queen friends and queens of poor, you know, a lot of, like, you know, people like Americans, like when they have to like go leave the country, go live in other country. Mm-hmm. But you know, the juxtaposition of the truth that's laid side by side is that they're gotten they're used to living in their home in North <laughs> right. America. Yeah, huh? You go right on ahead because I'm following you a hundred percent. All right, so they become so comfortable, like in North America, they wonder is the new country going to be just like home? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why many they're reluctant. They'll have like a second home in another country, but they'll always come back to North. They America. come back to America because yeah, you know things. It's a prison different. camp. What'd you say? I said it's a prison camp. You never mm-hmm. escape. You never escape. It's like we're born into this confusion, mm-hmm. and although we make the attempts, you know, we'll vacate, we'll go away, take a hiatus, but we come right back. Mm-hmm. It's like we really don't escape. Mm-hmm. We don't really get off this island. We really are trapped here. And some people are awakening to that knowledge that it's a trap. It's a death trap. But mm-hmm. it's like I saw this cartoon and the fish, fish were inside the bowl. And the cat put the fish bowl on top of a stove burner and had the burner one. And he was feeding the fish. So one of the fish said to the other fish, well, we're being treated well. Look, he's even feeding us. And the other one was like, no, you don't see the big picture. He's getting ready to eat us. That's Mm -hmm. why he's feeding us. (laughs) And it's like in America, that's exactly how it's been for us. And we don't understand. It's not that they want to free us. They're doing what they're doing. Literally, they're killing us softly mm-hmm. until there's no more mm-hmm. of us mm-hmm. to kill. And we've got to wake up to that and understand what the enemy really is doing to us. Uh, and Queen Fran, uh, uh, there, I had read today about you know Cuba and how they were saying that black Americans should be the first ones to visit the country because there are ties like black American ties in Cuba 
and there were pictures of they had pictures of King Jr. Martin Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X. Mm. And repeat that one more time because I know some people didn't catch that. Yeah, how Cuba, you know, it, it was, I was reading an article about how Black Americans should be the first ones to visit Cuba. So now that, like, with the release, it, it's open. And there are pictures of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and uh, Malcolm X in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there is also black history in Cuba. Yes, there's a lot at this time, at this present time, uh, that's being reported even over the news. I know that the um, uh, now it's it's been recorded regarding the embassy now that's yeah. open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and this is historic for America and Cuba. Um, and, of course, all of this occurring during the time of the presidency of President Barack Hussein Obama II. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, this was a fascinating history lesson. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> well, we want to thank you, um, uh, Noble Jelani Bam getting uh, okay, Master Scribe said, he would like to personally uh, thank you. So I'm going to mass describe. The mic is in your hands. Okay, okay, okay. My brother. <laughs> yes, sir. Let me just say, it is only that this indispensable progress, which you have characterized, that transports us to an atmosphere of introspection mm. and into realms that is numerically distinct in the science of ourselves where we need to stop creating rivalry in our whole history so that we become social to our own situation and yes. become minded that becomes present to me through the whole past, which I have become capable of thinking in this synchronicity to converge in the actions and put it back into our historical community so we actually begin living in our present and stop renouncing ourselves apparatus of a commodity. Mm-hmm. And I just want to thank you, brother, for bringing that wisdom and knowledge. I want to thank you. Gratitude. The honor was mine, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And continue to keep teaching our people so that we grow and so we come to know thyself to be true. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Thank you, Master Scribe. Thank you very much. We're going to go to Florida. Um, Queen Poetress here. Welcome back. Um, anything that you would like to say to Noble Jelani Bay before he leaves? Uh, this is your moment. This is your opportunity. And also, please give information about your show as well. Soon following. Thank you. Okay. Can I go backwards? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Sure. All right. Um, Brother Jelani, I am Lady of Love. 
Block Talk Radio every Monday night at 8 o'clock. My telephone number uh, is 917-889-6627. Also, on Wednesday night, we have Poetry <laughs> Same station, Block Talk Radio, same telephone number, 917-2627. And I'm um, telling you right now to be looking out for feature on oh. All yes, right. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Please inbox me uh, right now. I'm traveling. Uh, I'm traveling in my land transport, you know, from the Ministry of Land Transport and Navigation, so I don't have a pen, but please inbox me at Jelani Bay on Facebook. Uh, that information, please. Okay, no problem. If I, I, I may not have it all spelled correctly, and I'll just go back to uh, the event page, and I'll get it all together, and mm-hmm. you'll be hearing from me, definitely, because this is what we need, enlightenment, and I do flag enlightenment in mm-hmm. my tag on my show, absolutely, awareness, enlightenment, conversation. Yes, uh, he does. Spirituality. Um, um, I, I, I go to, um, I attend a church in New York, although I'm no longer in New York, but when I go home, I'm back at my home church. And my pastor is much in line with what we're talking about. I see him progressing mm-hmm. That's good. That's a blessing. Yes, ma'am. And, yes. You know, and so I, I just applaud you at this time, and I thank God for um, this cosmic meeting. Uh, it is definitely a cosmic connection. It's a spiritual connection. And um, I'm looking for for great things to come out of this little round table. And I I, mm-hmm. I, I already know it's going to happen. I'm not even, I, you know, so what we're going to do, we're going to progress. We're going to progress as forward in progress. Does that make sense to you? Beautiful. Yes, ma'am. Yes, that's beautiful. Okay. All right. And God bless you. God bless your work. God bless your 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 beam of enlightenment. May it may it become broader that you may be able to sweep across vast dry bone area and wake these folk up because mm-hmm. they, mm-hmm. they sleep. Thank you, mother. And mm-hmm. they're perishing. Yes. Thank you, mother. I appreciate that blessing. There is a vision out there, but they can't see it. We're going to have to regroup. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to make it plain. Write the vision and make it plain. I hear that. Go ahead, Mother. There is- <laughs> <laughs> That's good right there. I love that. Yes, indeed. That's right. I feel the shift. I, I, regroup. I- That's right. Write that vision and make it plain. I've been talking about love it. it. I-, I feel it. I feel the shift. I don't know. What these people are feeling or seeing or not seeing, maybe they're drunk. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. But I felt the shift, mm-hmm. and I, I began to speak about it. I also saw activity in the in the air, and I mm-hmm. knew something was amiss. You know, it's not mm-hmm. a bad thing. It's a bad thing. It's a real good thing. That's a good thing. That's right. God yes, bless indeed. You. God bless you, my dear brother, and thank you so much for being here tonight. Mother, uh, the honor was all mine. I enjoyed everything. Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you. Uh, That was a queen mother. I often refer to her as queen poetry. She's always in sync, very spiritual, uh, very profound in wisdom. And she's always on time. She's always on point with her uh, divine-inspired messages. And we must, we must, it's a must. We've got to do this. Um, to everyone that's listening under the sound of my voice, we've got to do this. It's time out for making excuses. We've done that. We've been there. Um, it's time now for us to make progress. We've got to advance forward. Um, we can do this. We can unite. And as Noble Jelani Bay said, we've got to undo. There's some things that we have as the mothers. We have consented to, we have co-signed to, and we've got to undo them. We've got to undo them. And we've got to start doing some things. There's some things that we uh, we may have been doing at one time or another, but we dropped the ball. We've got to go back and uh, revisit. And um, we've got to reteach some things to our children. Uh, some things that have been forgotten, and we've got to do this. It's a must now. No more excuses. No more excuses. And we've got to stop blaming it on Bill and 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 John and and right. and Mike and Mark and and you know we've got to look in the mirror now. And this is to all the the mothers. We've got to look in the mirror and say, okay, I'm the one that can change things. It begins and ends. With me, I've always believed this about the womb being uh, being that holy grail. I've always right. believed that the womb, right? You know, um, the life, you know, carries it in the womb. We've got to nurture this thing. What we want to see, the change we want to see, we've got to nurture that into being. We've got to promote and 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 be pro-life for that to that change to come. And and we can, woman. We can. We can. We've been um already designated by it's it's a divine order that we be the midwives even in, in this generation. Because there's some things that must be birthed that have yet to be birthed. So we've got to come out of the darkness. We've got to come out of all this negativity and adversity that's been causing the 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 infighting. Yeah. And we've got to say it's time out for that. It's time in for life. We've got to be pro-life now. We're the ones that carry the life force in our womb. You know, we're the, the ones with the womb. We we can do this. We're made to do this. We were made to do this. We're built for this. <laughs> so let's do this. <laughs> let's do this. I'm going to go to, it looks like the Virgin Islands, um, Sky Ski Rio, welcome back. I'm listening, I'm listening. Thank you. Listening yes, back. if you have any yeah, closing remarks for Noble Jelani before he leaves us. Of course, you know, we we don't want him to leave us. We uh, <laughs> Queen Zipporah gave him the whole hour that she was supposed yeah. to do publishing. I mean, we just changed the whole program. That's how much we're, you know, we're being so... Field tonight. We don't want this to end. <laughs> I 
so people were like, what happened? They said they were supposed to do publishing tips. Publishing tips yeah. is out, okay, everybody? We're still with Noble Jelani Bay. And if it's Guy Ski Real, whatever you'd like to uh, say to him or if you have any final questions, it's awesome. I have the chat room. It's just, it's, it's, oh, the chat room is hyped. They're saying he is great. Um, you know, they appreciate everything that he has uh, rendered here on the platform tonight. Uh, this has been sound doctrine. It's been good teaching. So everyone's been filled tonight. Every Everyone received what they needed. So, uh, yeah. Sky C. Rio, anything that you'd like to say in closing to Noble Jelani, and then I'll go to the other callers, and then Queen Zipporah, whatever you'd mm-hmm. like to do. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to say I greatly appreciate it, man. You know, putting forward the energy, and I, I do greatly appreciate it, man. Yeah, gratitude. Yeah, no, no, brother. I was just thanking you, you know, for receiving the energy, man. You know, I bounce off of you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, man. Her memoir, 
And she, the way that she described it, she would call them out the different ghosts and all. And it was funny, then it wasn't funny. <laughs> yeah, that's that word for nigger. Who are you playing? Mm. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Hot glay. Mm-hmm. Hot glay, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're fun. Very fun. Mm. Well, I'm going to check that uh, South California caller, Lyrical Soja. Are you still with us on the line? South California, Lyrical Soja. I'm going to mute for a second. There's a train. I'm going to mute for a second. Okay. All right. South California must be on a break. We're going to go to, it looks like, okay, Master Scribe, I believe he is still with us. Do you have a poem? Here. Yes, Master Scribe, would you have a poem that ties in with the theme about knowing thyself? Would you have a poem that you can? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well... Let me just say this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let me just let me just bring some truth to it. There is a mental war going on right in front of your eyes mm. because your mind night has been switched off. Click. It's a war on consciousness. You've been mentally whooped by pacification. Most people are clueless and knocked unconscious of reality. That this war even exists. What if the education system, television, and Fox News can be blamed for feeding us propaganda and forcing us to regurgitate it to our children? What if the sword of my mouth fights the ignorant to dust to teach you that they have been fitted in with the rest of robotic control society? What if our public school school systems are set up to get the student primed for economic slavery without ever offering the courses that allow students to think creatively or freely? Mm. What if you're, if you trace the company who put and print our children's textbooks and find a Zionist agenda behind them all? Do some people have the nerve to blame Obama for all the past dirt he is on a mission to clean up when George W. Bush's grandfather, Prescott Bush, a member of the Central Bank Board, was arrested for funding both sides of the world wars? If you would learn this in school, do you understand why? Because had we learned this, neither Bush would have been elected president for having a traitor in their lineage. But traitors were here long before the business. George Washington and Freemasonry traded this country long before the Constitution. Understand, this is not a country. This is a corporation owned by the Virginia Company, owned by the higher-ups of Eurocentric England and the elite queen. Don't you believe me? Search your history. We talk about Darwinism and how men evolved from eight, but is this true? Then why are they apes, that another slave driver lies born of misconceptions, Christopher Columbus didn't discover America. How can you lay claim to discovering anything when Native and indigenous people were here 
when they supposedly landed. Granted, some things that we learn in school are the truth, such as math, music, and some sciences. But our true history has been kept from us. Mm. For reason of subservient control and conformity and the truth for the power, they murdered us and stole the same knowledge they use against us. Remember, nothing is new whether the sun. They are literally thousands of out-of-place artifacts that show how we have been here much longer than the official story of both evolution and the Bible. Yet no high school or university will come near to approaching this topic because it would blow the lid off all religion. It is blatantly obvious that religion has been teaching either half-truths or full-out lies right from the start. According to the Christian Bible, God created Adam and Eve based under this premises we would all be products of incest. The Bible dates back to approximately 6,000 years. Assuming God created everything at that point in time, then there shouldn't be any fossils. And they forgot to tell you that the earth is 4.5 billion years old, so how could Adam and Eve be the first humans to walk the <laughs> When the Bible stories are not older than 6,000 years of age. In Genesis 1.26, it states, let us make man in our own image, who is us and our. Some religious villas will say it's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. But this was long before the Son was conceptualized, let alone Adam and Eve. Mm. Example would be Noah and his alleged gathering of every pair of animal on the planet. How did he gather that were not indigenous to the Middle East, such as polar bears, penguins, and sea lions? Most people have an equally hard time understanding that both religions and governments will lie to you in order to fill an agenda. In religion, look no farther than several clergy members of the Roman Catholic Church who admitted that the fictitious hell does not even exist. Sadly, both people will fight for the same system that has kept us all as economic slaves than to envision a world without money, government, or religion. Einstein is often quoted as saying, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, but mm. different results. This is remnants of every election as they always boil down to the lesser of two evils. And you always end up with, guess what, evil. If you look hard enough, you can always find the truth. But most people mm. aren't willing to spend that time doing so. All truth passes through three stages. First, it is ridiculed. Second, it is violently opposed. And third, it is accepted as self-evident. Truth, when broken down into the basic elements comprised of logic, common sense, and circumstantial evidence, logic is the principle of reasoning, especially for of the structure of proposition that distinguished from their content and the method, and validity is deductive reasoning. Common sense is sound judgment, circle circumstantial evidence is relating to or dependent on circumstances or physical evidence. All three elements have to coincide with each other for it to be true. People are basing their beliefs on what they have been taught, and often the societal system reinforces those teachings. When the truth does come out, it is marked. The biblical Adam and Eve story in the Bible is commonly misunderstood. Many think it to be real. It is only a story of how man set out to control woman and keep her under his feet. You better look a little deeper. Most think the original sin has something to do with sex or nudity when properly researched 
one would discover it was the learning of certain types of knowledge that was made a sin. The elite masons, the so-called enlightened ones, didn't want man to learn that knowledge, and you have to wonder why. In peace. Mm. Wow. I tell you, that is a declaration of truth. Yes. Yes, Noble Jelani? Yes, Mother. Yes, any uh, thing that you would like to say to Master Scribe in response to his piece? The mic is in your hand, sir. Oh, my God, man. Master Scribe, demonstration, 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 man. <laughs> you put your foot in it, didn't you? <laughs> oh, my God, yes, that was beautiful. Beautifully I demonstrated. I always try to teach, Master. I always try to teach, man. Just, just mm-hmm. my thing, always try to teach. Well, you did your thug dizzle that time, dear brother. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. That was beautiful. That made that train go by a whole bunch faster. You hear me? (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. That's all right. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, I tell you, this evening, it's, it's, it's been quite, quite, Truly an enlightenment, uh, a time of enlightenment, true enlightenment for us all. And I'm going to call on one more poet to uh, read a poem, Uh, if I can get that mic open. Uh, South California, are you with us? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, Lyrical Soldier, do you have a consciousness piece? I'm going to do I Am Poetry Part 2. Okay. For Poetry. And I just need you to uh, have your mic up at its loudest octave and volume because we want everyone to hear the words loud and clear. And thank you. Live poetry, lively up my gift goes, lively a smile. The piece in poetry is like a binary beat. Drum to the tap of love, making my heart, making my start of the pen ascending the air. Prophecies of love. Love is in the air. I can feel it in the air. Element, Libra, astrology, air. Mm. I breathe the peace before I think. The artist flow at a gaze to the origin. Pick words to eat up the origin. Live in the beginning. Birth words to see my crystal black tourmaline. Balance mind, silence, stillness. Angela over the Maya. Indian saying, illusion is Maya. So God spoke to her, give poetry, Isis said, I'll be her cage bird and let her free. I am poetry. See poet, lead poet, serve poet, swerve the above, so below, within or without. Isis, my gift will be searching to love, to the confidence of self being strong, seeing strong, we bright. My poetry is written in black and white. MJ walking into the moonlight, orange moon, orange tune. I am harmony, peace, love, and light, and peace. Mm, mm, mm. I am harmony, yes. peace, love, and light. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Noble Jelani, would you like to to give some responsive feedback to that piece? Beautifully, beautifully performed. Very well done. You know, Thank I you. felt the energy, you know, and I felt the harmony. And what you were saying, you know, uh, Brother Libra, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was very well balanced, you know, like you like you have a tendency to be. 
you know, and yes. the dedication and the fortitude was well, well demonstrated in it. Yes, beautifully, beautifully demonstrated, brother. Yes, sir. Thank y'all got you. me. Y'all got me. Go buy. Go 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 buy a notebook. <laughs> <laughs> All right. right. <laughs> salute. Yes, indeed. Salute. We're gonna salute that. Describe in in you. Namaste. To describe. Namaste. Yes. <laughs> We got some more poets in the house, and I just want to allow for them to uh, honor us and sharing their love via poetry tonight. I'm going to go back to Lady of Love, Lady of Love. Hello, I'm here. Hi, yes, Lady of Love. Would you happen to have a poem that speaks to us in terms of a, a, a positive affirmation of knowing ourselves? Knowing who we are. Yes. Absolutely, without a doubt, without a tremor, um, <laughs> I <laughs> I have this piece that I was I was anticipating that it would happen, um, and it's called "Sisters Darker Than Blue." Mm, excellent. The mic is now in your hands, and we are ready to be inspired. Thank you. Okay. Um, this piece goes like this. We are from the courts of Candace. Kente. Queen, mother, ruler. You read the account that she existed in Acts 2, Acts 8, 27. They may have lied about some stuff, but they couldn't leave this true fact and account out. We... Ethiopian queens were independent rulers. Sounds like the order has followed us through the ages and is right here with us in 2015 CE. Queen, the natural order to be independent is not to emasculate our kings. We are your health meet kings. We bring to the kingdom our contributions to add where you are unable to meet and complete. That is our God-given function, King. Mm. Don't make us feel we are in error for embracing our natural independence with fervent pride that helps our family, King. We aid in keeping our kingdom family strong and intact. The Queen, warrior, Pharaoh, has she fought against Egyptian hierarchy. This Queen was aggressive to overpowering. She waged no war abroad. Her fights were against the hierarchy in that day, who were too narrow-minded to see she was a builder and not a fighter. When it was necessary, Queen Hezipos fought. Queen won those battles, too. Queen was a born dynast. I contend this blood flows through the veins of you and me, sisters, queens, warriors, Angela Davis, Joanne Chesamard, Harriet Tubman, Sojourner True, just to name a few. They, too, are from the land where we are darker than blue. You, king brothers, were pharaohs, and we were your queens with authority because we were your queens in the land of Egypt on the beautiful Nile and the Euphrates. We are no cowards. We carry the attributes in our DNA of our Ethiopian queen mothers and the DNA of our pharaoh, Hashi. Whose warrior skills and 
still remain in our attractive beauty that you kings find hard to resist as we fight a good fight for our kingdom family. Queens from the land where we are darker than blue. Kings, don't you see and feel our intensity? We will whip a brick if it's causing malfunction in the kingdom. We inherited that family pride from Queen Mother Rula Heshiput. It's naturally ingrained in us to keep your house and seed in order, King Brother. As you cut through the jungle of economics, pitfalls and high walls, snakes of indifference, obstacles and raw deals, as you maneuver your way to overcome, as you provide a foundation for our family. Queen Sister, help meet from the land where we are darker than blue. Queen Sister, our beauty is envied and copied around the world. Remember, Cleopatra? Max mm. Factor, Maybelline, and not the inventors of dramatic eye techniques. Shakespeare had to give props. He described our queen, Cleopatra's complexion as tawny. Hmm? That canceled out Liz Taylor's role right there. <laughs> From the land by the Euphrates and the Nile from the country where we are darker than blue. Because mm. of that voyage across the sea, we knew we had to protect you. We are not trying to emasculate you, only to keep you and your sons you gave us safe. We are in a strange land. Our languages have been ripped from our memories through harsh and inhumane treatment. Our culture is non-existent. We saw the enemy that stole us from home take your kingship from you. We watched the light almost go out in your eyes as mm. you looked on. We feel your hurt. The enemy tried to drive a wedge between our family, causing dysfunction on a broad scale throughout our nation in this land. I stand with the queens who are darker than blue to declare to you we have always been your helpmate. Not mate, but mm. The spirit of our ancestors lives in each one of us. We must, after witnessing the insane behavior of, of our enemies who planted seeds of mental discord and dysfunction in us, pluck up the growing genocidal plants and quickly destroy them by replacing them with knowledge of self. You kings and queens who are walking in enlightenment of self adopt the slogan, each one teach one and get the knowledge to the masses. Our people are perishing from a lack of knowledge, power, to the kings and queens from the land where we are darker than blue. And awesome. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. You know, sis, that that brings me in mind of the the the, the warrior queens of, of of our history and our iniquity. It also brings me in mind of the game of chess that our ancestors created. The Moors created that game. <laughs> oh, yes, you know? And um, you know the most important po- uh, uh, position on that, boy, is the queen. Absolutely. The queen protects the king and everybody else. She moves where she wants to move I'm on. on that battlefield. Mm. I'm you know? And your, your, your piece just depicted that, you know, not only moving uh, in war and peace and in, and in love, but universally, you know, breaking time barriers. I mean, it's a wonderful piece. Ashe. 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 Yeah. Mm. Uh, Queen Fran is this Queen of Four, and I want yes. to comment. Yes. 
on mm-hmm. about nationality is important, which frees you. Yes. And what I had said earlier about, you know, Americans, you know, going to other countries, but yet everybody still comes to North America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, because their nationality is honored here. Even when they become naturalized mm-hmm. into the United States jurisdiction, mm-hmm. they're still given a, a level of immunity mm-hmm. because they have ties to their motherland. Mm-hmm. Right. See, it's the proof that we are home is mm-hmm. when we allegedly commit a crime, we're not deported. Uh-huh. The only thing they can do is make more jails because we're home. We have no place to be deported to. We're home. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, and that's yeah. why with Ira Ihorn, he committed a crime in North America, like the France, and France didn't want to give him back. Mm-hmm. And what about the black woman in Cuba? They, you know, she fled from the 1978 um, was it crime, and uh, Cuba doesn't want to give her back. Yeah, Sada Shakur. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 But she shot that cop in self-defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She got shot too, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, she was in a gun battle with that cop. You know, mm-hmm. so Cuba was correct for not giving her back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Okay, yeah. we we have a. Co- I, I was just informed there's a collab uh, two poets would like to do, and that's Master Scribe and uh, Lady of Love. So if if we're all in favor, they are ready to deliver a message to us, and the mic is now in their hands. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Well, it, it, it's kind of like on the other side of the spectrum a little bit, but <laughs> it's okay. All right. So, am I hearing? What, so, tell me, what is the genre of of the uh, poem? Speak no forever hold your peace. <laughs> <laughs> we must warn. What, what they say, read the warning label before they consume it. <laughs> Don't, don't, hey, please don't call the police and come and arrest me because I'm going to fight them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know that's right. Poets, and, 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 we, and we, we have, we have um, two, well, we, we're not stuck in one particular genre, and mm-hmm. and we, we do a lot of, we, you know, we have a lot, a lot poetry that we have collabed together, which is, has been a beautiful experience for me writing with this prolific writer. I mean, he pulls me. He says I pull him. But this brother pulls me, and he makes me better and better and better. This is one that what we're supposed to do? We're supposed to, we're, supposed to, we're supposed to always grab our sisters off the sidewalk and those who walk in the middle of the street. Mm. We're, supposed to bring them, we're supposed to bring them into the house of teaching, and we're supposed to lift them and raise them up to a higher level. So in order to do that, we have to be inside their mind and refuse their mind with the knowledge that they need to have to be stronger and stand on their own two feet instead of polishing their feet all the time. <laughs> it's absolutely real. That's right. That's, that's right. And, I, you know, I thank God for being a strong sister because, you see, most would reject that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know it. 
Well, you know, you know, I, you, you, you know, you know, Francine, and you know, Lord, I'm, I'm uncut, no chaser. Period. Yeah, there had to be somebody with a mind to pick it up. You know, you understand? That's because true. They would rebuke it. You know what I'm saying? You know, because of this women's liberation that has been introduced into our female uh, segment of, of society, and it has done nothing but poisoned some and, and you know and have really killed off a lot they you know men are just not they only want to be bothered with those particular ones i don't want to be mm-hmm. one because i know that i belong with a man you understand it so That's I, right. I want to keep myself in that you know in that way my my first husband god rest him has gone on to be with the lord but that you know that you know that's what that is you know but I, that man kept me close to him like he was supposed to and he taught you know, and that's you know that's what it's all about. You know, and if 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 I, you're gonna be my friend, you if you don't have nothing to tell me, and you're trying to um, take me to bed, well, you know, you you fighting a losing battle. You I, I ain't trying to go to bed with no damn body because it's too it, it, it's too many little creatures running out there. I mean, <laughs> Come on, that's right? I, I ain't trying. I ain't. We getting I a whole tooth tonight, aren't we? Yeah, I ain't trying to let no creature chase me, and I ain't going to chase no creature. I know that's right. Shoot, have me, I have, I, I, have my head. I'm my, actually fine where I'm at because I'm living life like it's golden. I, I sure am. I definitely <laughs> am. I, I'm not chasing. Well, we're definitely ready for whatever you got for us because we're hungry. We're we're ready for you to feed us. Let's do this. All right, I'm going to feed you. Okay. Oh. You ready? I, I'm ready to go skiing with you. You will be in this weekend. I can't wait to see you. You've been out of the country for a month. When you're away like that, you bring home a ravenous appetite for me to satiate. I love you in, in that hungry mode. You've been a significant percentage of my life. And I still long from over as it is I'm glad you waited because now we have been together over well over the time it's not now to count the months I can't wait to see you again it sounds like the side effects are unlimited and you have become ravenous and ready to dig in all four lips and to my sweet stick ooh by the way baby I hear you took a story vacation yeah I was skiing last weekend. I'm going to try to find something. And as I rode those long mountain trails in the forest, I thought about your beautiful, thick trail that I ride on, baby. The forestry was beautiful. Trees brown and erect rooted deep in the floor of the mountain. I take it. The ride kept you interested. As you rode alone on the hilt and the root took hold of you like seed to water, supplemented in necessity her station of I in her liberation. Well, you know, when I disembarked from the lift and adjusted my gear, when I pole planted, my thoughts went to your tall, stiff trail, buried in your silky forest, as I made my trail mine like Hello, are we still connected? Is there a disconnect? 
I don't know. There's just some noise. Okay, I, I'm going to mute I, the mics other than you two so we don't get any backfeed. I'm not sure whose mic that's from. I edge with my ski, planting my pole to give me rhythm. I imagined your mountain adversing tongue. Damn, baby. She said, I can't wait to disembark. I'm in hurry-up mode to get home. Imagine what I was, his own, the living room table. Back down, everything at the right height, like skiing her slope to make an avalanche as occur as though it was my second nature. Then can there can be no mercy from my identity, only methods of consensual, sensual education. Wow, baby, my moves are breathtaking. When I solo your trail, I swish and glide on your mountain, producing snowy spore. You were losing control. I ski and master mountains when I hit them. I had the same mastery with you as my descent neared in. Oh, like that? Oh, roll, bounce, shake like bay as I drip ounces of wet snow smooth on silky entrances in her vacuum. Damn, baby, destined duty calls, Khaleesa's her essence, solo breathtaking and mastery of embracing sexy attention. Baby, it's about being uncensored because I want to thread my head inside your mouth, don't you know, with one push, your vagina could explode. And it will, and you never have to take off your lace panties. Suck your nipples so smooth, your nipples will ricochet, and only then will I pull up in your driveway. Mm-hmm. I, I sharp edge the more on your treasure. Not giving space for you to stop me on my snowy quest. I massaged your pine cones, causing prepare for the volume snowy sprayers I traversed in mental rhythms that danced in your body like you were having convulsions. I reached the base and turned up mountain in my short spray producing turn. You released and repeat my name over and over again. Oh my goodness. Right now you talking like that lady who wrote that book. What's her name? Karen Stefan. Oh, how she gave the NBL stars the best damn hair. Well, I'm a star, a cum star. I have a gallon in storage for you. When I get there, I need you to blow my socks off. Like an architect acting on impulse. Ooh-wee. You want me to call your name? Then I need to have hold of your head to keep your throat open until I flow into blissful release. And you said you can handle my release. Well, I'm almost there. We're certainly going to see. She went quiet. Lord, guess what? I ski with bare feet. Got your ears poised to hear. I ski too. Checkmate my pond. Sold your skis and checked into your kingdom in peace. Mm, mm, mm. My, 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 my. <laughs> wow. <was> so bad. <laughs> right. Well, I tell you. Mm, she, didn't get, mm, mm, she, didn't, she didn't get that. She, she didn't catch that part. I said, I ski with bare feet and got your ears poised to hear. I ski too. Checkmate. My pond stole your skis and checked into your queendom. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that was, and oh, boy. They going in deep, aren't they? 
No, but see, that was, that was, he was checking me because I started the piece off and I wrote the piece. And we were on another radio station one night and I just dropped that piece on him. And he was, he didn't know what to, I mean, I, it was like crazy. And so he said, you know, you know, I'm going to get you. This man has been hitting me with checkmates. If you just notice the pieces that we do, he's been mm-hmm. hitting me with checkmates for a year. It's been, mm. it's been a year. You ought to know when you come on when you come on a a three level chessboard. You better know how to play, cause I'll lay you down at the landing pad door. Oh Lord, that's the next one. <laughs> I what? travel the landing pad door. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God, that's another one. You can see that one on. Um, I don't know the collaboration party. Is, is that where that one is? I, yeah, maybe, I don't know, but I just want to let you know, Lois, I, I appreciate you, I appreciate your pen, I pre- appreciate your mind, your thoughts, but you know, when you come into a king's castle, you can't forget to raise the drawbridge because you don't live in a barn. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my. See, I can do basically um, and move anywhere because I am the queen and I protect you. Mm. And she protects but, but whoever said that the queen can't get checked? Because sometimes she needs some education, too. See? Nobody, nobody said that she can't because she had, see, she's had a good, a good vantage point because the king is the one who's supposed to be spitting into her life so that she has that arsenal. That's why I always, that's why I always pour milk highlight on the floor so you can fall when you move to that four spot. No. <laughs> Let me leave y'all alone. Let me leave y'all alone because y'all have me talking all night. <laughs> you are too funny. But God bless you and thank you for your collaboration. That's my collabie. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I tell you, I think everyone enjoyed the collab and I'm going to uh, get some feedback for you both. We're going to start with uh, Lyrical. Uh, soldier from Southern California, Lyrical Soldier. Lyrical Soldier. Going once, going twice. Lyrical Soldier, are you still with us? Okay, we're going to move on to the U.S. Virgin Islands, uh, Sky Ski Rio. Welcome back, Sky Ski Rio. Okay, um, I'm going to keep going. All right, well, I'll be the one to give some feedback. And um, I'm sorry, wait a minute, Noble Jelani Bay is still in our call. Okay, Noble uh, Jelani Bay, would you like to give some responsive feedback to the two poets that did a collab? 
Oh, yeah. Well, it's a good thing I'm at the restaurant because if I was home, I had to jump straight in a cold shower. You know what I'm saying? I'm a single man. I don't need to be hearing stuff like that. This, this, I thought this was a family organization. I didn't know. I, was, I thought it was a family show. It, it almost got blue-lighted. <laughs> no, I enjoyed it immensely. That was, a, that was a beautiful demonstration of love. I'm telling you, that was, that was, that was real. And, and with, with that comment, sister and family. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed y'all. Y'all already snuck almost two hours away from you. <laughs> but I enjoyed every second of it. And Thank um you. Yes, and uh, remember, you know, also, you know, we are a uh you know, we are a tax deductible uh organization. Uh please send your donations to help us with these ministries. Contact okay. me on Facebook or eight oh three two nine seven five five zero three and I'm done for tonight, but you know what? I need an audio tape of that last mm-hmm. uh, collab right there. I may need it, <laughs> you, know, you know, just in case, you know, I, I, I'm not alone uh, some evenings. Uh, mm-hmm. Really need to utilize that. That was pretty hot. I, I got it. That was <laughs> hot. Yeah. Oh, my. That was a light. Sample that was that really was a lightweight sample. We we we. Oh are... no, I got you. Next time, next time, brother, when I get you on the show, man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm 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 we're gonna do that collaboral collaboration called Spiritual Power Brings Us. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah. I gotta understand something. I'm from an era where you know, uh, turn up the lights meant a whole lot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, That's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. I come from that world right there, so y'all did it for me this evening now. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> I agree. I agree with Noble Jelani Bay on that. Yes, Oh, yeah. I, I'm a Gemini, so, you know, I'm a Gemini, so, yeah, so, so you know, that, that mental high was ruthless, so I, I enjoyed that, you know. God bless you all, and I can't wait yes, till next indeed. time. Peace and many blessings to you as well. Many, many blessings. And we will definitely support. I'll make sure that information is uh, on our events page and the Exceptional Scribble Show fan page. Feel free as well, Noble Jelani Bay, to post on the Exceptional Scribble Show, which is the fan page for this radio show. We are on Facebook. Uh, We do also have a Twitter uh, page as well, but... Uh, we do urge you to post updates and any information that's promotional about your ministries and what you're doing. Feel free to share it on the Exceptional Scribble Show fan page because we definitely do want our fans to support you and to follow you and to invest in you Thank and you. in the ministries as a whole. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. And Peace we will be in one. touch to reschedule okay. you for another date. Thanks again. Can't wait. Wonderful. Neither can we. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Have a pleasant evening, peaceful evening tides to you. Yes, Mother, you too. Mm-hmm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I tell you, we went over time. Uh, Queen Zipporah Thelman did not mind at all. Uh, she enjoyed that extra time that we did provide for Noble Jelani Bay to continue in giving us more uh, study and teaching knowledge about uh, our more ancestry. 
Um, and it's so relevant to us that we know ourselves and know the roots from whence we have come because we are fruit. And um, our foreparents, of course, being our ancestors, uh, they are our roots. And we dare not dishonor or, or be irreverent toward them. So I do take out this moment as well to acknowledge that our ancestors are ever among us. Uh, they serve as guides in the spirit realm. They are not dead. They are very much alive. Um, there is another world aside from just the physical and I do want to assert that knowledge as well. So we're acknowledging them. We are acknowledging the Almighty, the Creator, the one that gives us life, our very source, that is. Um, and we just want to remember that we are to always remain connected with our source. Ladies and gentlemen, do not forget that. Um, always keep prayer meditation ongoing. Never reserve it for just a specific day or hour. It should be a constant in terms of your spirituality and especially for sake of spiritual growth. You must always pray and meditate. And I do want to encourage those that are doing that to continue doing it because the benefits are worth it, so very worth it. And it, it, it will definitely prove beneficial to you throughout your life. And for those who always um, do a mantra or positive affirmation daily, I want you to know that I commend that effort. That's something that I do. Uh, one of my favorites is I am love. Love is light. Light is good. When I do that, I diffuse all of the negative energy within the environment that I'm in. And it has always been a powerful thing that I've done. Um, also, the 23rd Psalm, for those who do read the scriptures, um, that one in particular has been very uh, inspiring and liberating for me, for my soul. Um, it's definitely one that I pull a lot of uh, positive energy from, and it keeps me motivated, especially when I'm going through dark times for a night season, because in life we do have seasons, and yes, we have night seasons. Um, it's not daylight all the time, <laughs> so we need to acknowledge that. Um, just like it, it rains sometimes, you know, it's not sunny all the time, um, and we need the rain in order to grow. So I do want to salute those of you who are going through at this time, those that are going through a night season in their life, those of you who are going through um, a storm in life, all of those things help us. They do. They help us. They build us in terms of our character um, and in terms of might of spirit, might of mind. Um, I do want to acknowledge the chat room. Oh, my, we had some heavy hitters in the chat room tonight. A lot of very, very um, profound wisdom and uh, awesome knowledge and truths were being uh, dispersed and shared and exchanged in the chat room tonight. It was very uplifting to engage in 
uh, dialogue in the chat room. So I do want to acknowledge all of those who met me in the chat room tonight. Thank you so much for your love and support. Uh, you were excellent, excellente, <laughs> and it, it's been it's been grand. It's been real. Well, I don't want to end out without doing a poem. Um, I I was kind of torn in between which way should I go? Should I go erotic, eros, <clears throat> spiritual consciousness? Um, but there's one poem in particular. I think this one will be most appropriate. It's short. And it's sweet, and it definitely speaks to us uh, as being the queens, the mothers, the nurturer, but also our role in um, relation with our kings. And it's entitled Queen Status, to be a queen or not to be. That is the question tonight, ladies. Hear, listen, reflect, and refer. Here lies the duties of the queen to honor the king, never to betray his trust or his love, to support the king in all things and never to manipulate him. The queen is the rib that encages the heart of the king. The queen will die for her king and never expose him to the world or the elements to cause his demise or untimely death. The queen is the one who holds the liver of the king. Thus, she must remain by his side, for she keeps the king alive, calling all queens, calling all queens, protect your kings. Queenly Meditations by Fran the Sage Poet. And that is the end of that piece. And I just want to say to all of our kings out there, we, the queens, love you and respect you. And we want you to live. We want you to live a long life. We want you to be prosperous. We want you to be productive. We desire to see you abound in this world. And we're taking our role moving forward even that much more seriously because we understand that our stance in this world does impact upon your And with that being said, I want to affirm this to all of our kings under the sound of my voice and all of our kings in general. Your presence in this world is relevant. 
to me and to all the queens. You're present. So do not discount your worth. Do not deny yourself what your just due in life is. Do not settle for less. Do not fail to plan because those that fail to plan fail to succeed. Do not neglect us as your queens for we, as it was already spoken by Lady of Love, we are, by divine order, your help meets. So respect us as we respect you and this world situation that right now isn't so bright or cheerful. It will, it shall turn, change, become a better situation. And we're the ones who can make that happen. So I salute all the kings, and I do affirm that every queen has her place. And for all us, all of us queens, let us take our rightful places in this world and in the lives of the kings that we are assigned to be with. Because in us doing such, we can reverse this curse and have things returned back to the natural order in which they were first predestined to flow and be. I am very encouraged tonight. I want to thank all of the callers, all of the callers in the caller queue, um, everyone that has endured to the very end. I'm, I'm seeing we still have Lady of Love. We still have um, Lyrical Soldier. We still have Sky Ski Rio from the Virgin Islands. We still have Master Scribe, a.k.a. Mr. Boston. And I just want you all to be aware that your presence is much appreciated. Your love, your support, all the, all of the positive energy that you evoke, transmit, and propose, it is welcome. It is appreciated. And it is highly regarded by me. I, Fran, the sage poet and host of the Exceptional Scribble Show, at this time, I'm going to give the announcements for our next week's show. On next week, we are privileged to have on the panel of the Exceptional Scribble Show in the spotlight for our feature artist, Mr. Albert Carter. Mr. Albert Carter is uh, coming to us from the Hip-Hop University, which is a mentoring, tutoring workshop. 
which functions and operates within a variety of schools. And he will be touching on our focus word, which is mentoring. So we're in for a treat next week. This is a young feature artist. Well, he's not a teenager or in his early 20s, but he's young. I'll let him tell his age. And um, he also is responsible for breaking, for compiling a group of individuals who did break the record of the largest dance Soul Train line. I'm going to repeat that. So also something to keep in mind about next week's feature artist, Mr. Albert Carter, is that he was responsible for the compilation of uh, several individuals whom did break the record of the largest dance Soul Train line. So that's pretty interesting in and of itself. I'm looking forward to asking some questions about how that was accomplished. And um, <clears throat> I'm sure he's going to fill us in with all of the specifics. So, ladies and gentlemen, before we close out, I just want to say to everyone, stay motivated, stay inspired, stay enlightened, and never forget who you are, because at the end of the day, when everyone else leaves the room, and you're in the room alone, what's left, what you have to deal with, and what you have to be with is you. So to know thyself is very essential. Because you have to live with yourself. And I'm going to read this quote by the late, great literary artist James Baldwin. And this is that quote. I read it at the beginning of the show, and amazingly, I'm reading it at the end, at the close. And it reads as follows. Know from whence you came. If you know from whence you came... There are absolutely no limitations to where you can go. And I'm going to re-read that statement. Know from whence you came. If you know from whence you came, there are absolutely no limitations to where you can go. And that is a quote by the late, great literary artist, among many other things, James Baldwin. And I'm going to say to everyone, thank you so much, of course. Thank you to Lady of Love. Thank you to Lyrical Soldier. Thank you to Skysky Rio. Thank you to Master Squad. Thank you to feature artists, the feature artists for tonight's show who endured to the very end and gave us extra time. Noble Jelani Bay, thank you, thank you. And thank you to Queen Zipporah Thelman, my co-host. Where would I be without her? And she also is the librarian. She, she is an avid reader, ladies and gentlemen. She is constantly reading and researching. She's a um, very diligent uh, researcher. So much of the information that you're getting from her you can uh, look it up, 
do your own study and homework, you will find that it is valid, it's accurate. And she did the homework, she did the research, she knows what she's saying, and um, I love her. That's my witty librarian. Yes, she is. And my other co-host, Queen Nikki Ferdow Spears, she is currently on a hiatus. She will be returning to the platform of the Exceptional Scribble Show. We're looking to have her back in September, if not mid-August. She's been on a business uh, venture, and it's been going very well. She is currently a PR representative for one of the executive members of the new Black Panthers organization, and she's doing some major, major work uh, for him. So we want to let her know by way of sending out positive energy and lots of love and prayers and love and support her way that we do miss her and we look forward to her safe return. And more than that, we are glad to see that she is going on and progressing and spreading her wings and growing, expanding her horizon, broadening her horizon and becoming everything that she was ordained and meant to become. And we love that. So we encourage her in all her efforts in doing that. And we just want to say to our callers and listeners, uh, never stop believing. Never stop conceiving knowledge. Never stop investing in your future and planning for your present. Never stop the endowment process. It is a process. And know that as much as you're willing to gain is as far as you're willing to go. So take the limits off. Be eager. Be open to new experiences in life. And never deny yourself the opportunity for expansion and growth. Never say never. Never is a bad word. Yes. If you never heard that said to you before, you heard it tonight. Never is a bad word. In some cases, I I have to put that clause on it, in some cases, which are a lot. A lot of times we say never, and we're stunting ourselves from experience, and experience is not all bad. Sometimes we need to experience the mud and the dirt in order to grow because we're like that seed planted in the fertile earth, and the seed must die, meaning there's a lot of things that have to die in us. Not everything in us is good. Some things we acquired in our life that were not good for us. And those things have to die. We've got to shed those things away. And when we die in that regard, when we shed away those things that are no good, of no good value to us, that is when the real growth in us begins and only then. And then we can become what we were meant to be. Not someone else's idea about us, 
not even sometimes the very thing that we thought was who we are or what we should become, but the divine, the divinity in us, allowing that light in us to shine, allowing that divinity, that which we were born with, to sprout forth. Then we're alive. Then we're breathing. And we truly are the light in this world. Peace, good health, and many blessings to all. And I look forward to you joining us again on next week. Join us again. We'll have teacher artist Albert Carter from Hip Hop University. (coughs) Good night, everyone.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.